And we're back. We are back for another week of Snarf Talk. Number 116. 116 in the house. We, we got a keep... special guest in here with us again today. We do. Dude's back. Hi, guys. The dude. I'd like to thank Mike Oshidi for letting me come back. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. thanks, Mike. <laughs> um, no, so we're here. We're live uh, all over the Facebooks, the YouTubes, and now the Twitch. And the Twitch. That's thanks a again. second... Second timer. Second timer for this Twitch. And we got, with no, um, absolutely no promotion whatsoever, we had like three viewers on our live stream for Twitch. I don't know oh, how they did? found about it. I didn't do anything on the website. I, I never didn't promote anything. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they just like suggested us to some people. That's good. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're listening, though, on Facebook and YouTube especially, take a minute and hit the share button. Share this video, And the like please. button's great, too. The like button is like, it's like a little appetizer. It is. It, it'll get it to some people, but that share button, man. That is the main mm, That's course. the meat and taters right and, there. And the dessert. And the dessert. And it's the cherry on top. It's like putting your french fries in your smoothie. Or what is it? Uh, frosty. At uh, Wendy's, you yeah. ever done that? No, 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 oh, no, my no. I'm against those kinds yeah. of things. Oh no, I'm you're not. you're very sick. Oh, you're going to find out what I'm against here pretty soon. Ooh, Ooh. um, but yeah, uh, hit that accepted. share button mm-hmm. uh, because when you do, it things blow up. Uh, we get like yeah. thousands of views on Facebook, hundreds of thousands yeah. of views. Um, Man, you guys are really taking off. We are actually. Our yeah. numbers are pretty solid. I tell you what, you guys out in Colorado, is Colorado Colorado oh. hammered it. The, in the last two weeks. I've always loved up. Colorado. One of my favorite places in the world. So Colorado had more views than Illinois did, or more downloads than Illinois did for like two weeks in a row. Wow. So when are you guys going to quit your it's jobs? Crazy. I mean, if you guys are just blowing up. You know, if we had a couple hundred thousand more listeners. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> we need a few more in order to think about that. But Getting close, though. Getting yeah, close. maybe when we're 40. Uh, <clears throat> hang on today, guys, because our big thing we're going to do coming up in the second half is we're going to do top 10 Adam Sandler movies. Everybody loves Adam Sandler. Yes. It was at, at the, a point. At the request of my wife. Yes. Her idea. Oh, she has very good ideas. I she tell does. you what. Yeah. She comes up with the majority of our de- ideas <laughs> recently. Um, but Adam Sandler has a bajillion movies. I don't know if you know this or not. But he's lot. basically been in everything um, and has also created probably 30 movies for netflix like that's all he's doing now is just creating movies for netflix and comedy specials he did the the one one, and that was pretty good did you ever watch that yeah i did the charity one i thought it was pretty decent yeah i liked it was Was that the one oh no No, it wasn't charity i'm sorry i'm thinking of the seth rogan hilarity for charity oh but no you're right adam sandler had one like that's hard to get confused Uh, is it Uh they're similar i guess (laughs) seth rogan adam sandler they're both jewish um, uh, Vic says three for some reason. I don't know what he's referring to with that. Three. Um, Danny Bennett said, Oh, Aaron Rodgers is back. Are you, does dude look like Aaron Rodgers? Um, I guess a little, maybe. Uh, Isn't he married no to Olivia Munn? I, no idea. I'm I don't, married to or dating. I don't get into the celebrity. Do you remember uh, Olivia Munn? Yeah, I do. I, I know the name, but I don't think I can even picture Attack of the Show? Attack, Attack of the Show. Attack Did you ever watch show, Attack man. of the Show? It was one of my favorite shows back in the day. So. Uh, Nobody except for me and you right now knows what Attack of the Show is. Oh, well, there's other Because we're old. There. I know right, Vic, Jerry? Vic used to watch it. I know Vic did. That's a great, great. It was a great show. It was awesome. Wasn't, uh, was that part of like G4? It was on G4, yeah. 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 And like um, Chris Hardwick, was he involved with that at all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I'm remembering the show. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, apparently the, she was also uh, uh, in an X Men movie. By the way, she was. Yeah, she was. Uh, Why can't I think of her? I'm gonna have to look her up because I don't know what she even looks like. Olivia Munn. Um, she was Psylocke in mm-hmm. like X Men last. Uh, the last. Hmm. Boy, she's really X3. not ringing a bell. Um, or maybe that was in, no, it was in Age of Apocalypse, wasn't it? It was Age of the Apocalypse, and yeah. I think, did she carry over to one of the uh, crossovers? I can't I'm remember if sure. she was in um, yeah. Oh, Vic says, Attack of the Show on G4 Network was amazing. R.I.P. I agree. I loved that show. It was a great show. It was really? way ahead of its time. It was, really. I mean, Honestly, it was like what a lot of these um, like hybrid late night shows, mm-hmm. variety shows are. It was like that, but like 20... 20 years before that. Really? Well, it's what got... Because it was in the 90s, wasn't it? Um, early, no, 2000, early 2000s. 2000s? Yeah. How okay. old do you think we are, Jerry? O- older than me. I mean, you started high school and you graduated high school in the 90s. <laughs> so significantly older than me. I didn't start high school until <laughs> 2001. <laughs> well, so. way to cheer me up, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to get another beer from you. You asked. Uh, no, but it, it was a... Uh, it was pretty much the show. I mean, it was, it was about culture, comic books, sci-fi, gadgets. Games. I mean, g- gaming was just really taken off. I mean, PS2 or 3 was out. And you got to turn that. You got to talk into the end. I'm sorry. The end of the microphone. It was set up this way. I don't know. Like that, yeah. All Perfect. Right. Pointed at your face. Your mouth hole. I'm not doing it. There you Ooh, go. That, yeah, I'm not that's doing it. Oh, no, those are like some silky, dulcet tones oh. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else need one? Uh, no, I'm No, I'm good. Um, but yeah, and then they also had that other show with uh, Morgan Freeman. No, no, Andy Dufresne. Yeah, Owen. No, it was a, a little guy, like balding guy that was kind of a spaz, and then that uh, big tall chick, <laughs> a little balding guy that's a little bit of a spaz. It was a gaming one. They did <laughs> gaming reviews. It was on G Four. I know what you're talking about. Oh, man. Gaming reviews on G Four with a spaz. What was mm, the... That narrows it down. He was bald. Machin, uh, Machinia. Morgan Webb was her name. X-Play. That was the name of the show. X-Play. X-Play. I know yeah. that show. Uh-huh. But yeah, I know you're trying to say... Um, what was a Machinia? Machinia. Machinia. Machinima. Machinima, yes. Machinima. That was a thing, too. And they, I think they had a YouTube channel. They did, because I watched it daily. It was because yeah. they were... This is, these are all the starts of Chris Hardwick and basically starting mm-hmm. into Nerdist. Yeah, That's for sure. where it all started, especially the Machinima thing. Mm-hmm. He well, was he was on uh, Big Ship, uh, Shipmates, right? Yeah, he was on Shipmates, too, and, but he did Attack of the Show. And the one with Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, the dating one, right? Oh. Singled out. Singled Sing- out. My yeah. God. Yeah. I oh, have... man, you remember all that stuff. That was, was MTV. Those are really good shows. Then it was shows. Carmen Electra to her. Yeah. God. It was. Man, if that doesn't scream 90s. I listened to his story God, on old. his podcast. Back, I don't listen to his podcast anymore. I don't either. I need... But he tells the story of how he got 10-10. that job on, at MTV because he was like not a MTV type person. No, he was like the skinny drunk. Well, I don't think he was necessarily a drunk back then, but he was just like a yet preppy kind of nerdy kid, mm-hmm. but he lived, he was like from that area, LA area or whatever, yeah. and he worked at like a country club and somehow he networked his way into an MTV show. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, his dad was a professional bowler. Yeah, he was. And Billy Hardwick. Yep. And he went around the country I think he's traveling. In the Hall of Fame. I think he is too. And he traveled the country with his father while his father just... Rolled them balls. 
Um, he's really? marrying Shailene <laughs> Woodley. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is marrying Shailene Woodley. Well, he did date Olivia Munn. So. Oh, well, Shailene Woodley. You're close. Like yeah. the that one girl that's strange? Yeah, she's like that old lady that plays the queen in that crown show. No, she's not an old lady. She was in the show that was like a ripoff of Hunger Games. Um, there was, there was Games. another set of movies that were like a ripoff of Hunger Games, and they only had like two come out. And then they ended up like getting the third oh, one. Oh, Divergent. Yeah, Divergent. Yeah. And the third one ended up being like a TV movie, and that yeah. her career kind of went down from there. But she's also in that show. Um, she's only twenty nine. How old do you think Aaron Rodgers is? Aaron Rodgers is thirty five. Oh, okay, at least. Oh wow. I, he's got to be. He's got to be. Yeah, 30s. you're probably right. He, yeah. He's probably thirty five. Um, but she. Uh, is in that show pretty? Is it Pretty Little Liars or yes, Little Big Pretty Liars? Little Liars? Pretty the one Little on Li- HBO, Big yeah. Little Lies, Big Little that's Lies. It. Well, that's a huge show. I know that show on HBO is. I, I talked about it quite a few episodes ago. I tried to watch oh, it. Oh, nobody was listening. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, she's in that show though. Upcoming Apparently, movies: that does well. The Last, The Last Letter from Your Lover, and The Fallout. I hope that's a game based on that. Game or show movie based I doubt on it. We would have heard, so we would have heard about that. that. No How come they haven't done that? Because it's post apocalyptic and they've done a bajillion of them. And there's also really no like you're the protagonist in that game, right? Yeah. There's how do no, you like well I mean well, it seems like they would be they make, could create a character yeah, that could, you are. But it would make more sense for them to make Mass Effect. Yes, That'd be cool. It would. So Aaron they are doing is Uncharted. He's thirty seven. Thirty seven. Okay. So he's old. So there's an eight-year age Especially difference. for football, man. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I yeah, mean, I mean, us old guys yes, can still, we know you know, Tom still Brady, do it. 43, whoop-de-doo. And Tom but, Brady's a lot better than Aaron. Yeah, you got to admit, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's an animal. He is. He, I think he gets um, teenager blood. I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like injected in he him j- like yeah, Tom Cruise. They change out his blood with that's, the blood of teenagers, and he drinks it. Too. Does he oh, drink it? I figured he would drink it. Isn't this like a South Park episode with the uh, stem cells? <laughs> it absolutely could be, but I think this is real life. <laughs> I think he really does these things. He has a really strange diet. And in order, have you seen the progression of Tom Brady, like his physical look since he entered the NFL till now? Because he looks younger than he did when he started. And it's ridiculous. He looks. Mm-hmm. He's so much better looking. I don't normally like judge men on how they look, but him, he is so much better looking than when he started. That, well, and I'm sure plastic surgery and don't money they say have to do most it, men get better looking the older they get into like their 40s and 50s? Do they? Yeah. I mean, I have. People say I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> there are people that say that. That's what people. Yes, for sure. I agree that's with that. Statement. Like a handful of people have said this. Probably. I mean, yeah. that's I've heard it. Okay. Yeah. All right, I believe you then, because I'm getting, you know, close to that. What old or better looking? Well, to your age, because <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're not getting better looking. Let oh, me tell you. man, am I ever? I'm looking good lately. I've been looking real good. Um, anyway, like bacon over there. I think we can. We got somewhere to go. I have a spring stretcher that is going to lead me down a path of darkness, Christopher. Oh no, this is um, very entertaining. It's going to lead all of us down a path of darkness. There's two different things I want to cover here. Um, the first part of the spring stretcher is pretty simple. It's it has to do with about butter, so butter. I love real butter. butter. I am a real butter household, and what really stretches my springs is that when you get this perfect stick of butter out of the refrigerator, you know I'm gonna put it in my little butter boat, and 
I open up the, the paper and there's butter covering the paper. It's like embedded in the butter. So when you try to open it up, it like rips the paper. And then you got to dig the paper out on the end in order to get it out. That is the worst thing in the world. I sit there and try to get this paper out without ripping it for so long that I end up then getting a butter knife out and digging it out of the ends because otherwise you're going to get a mouthful of paper. Are you at serious some right now? Haven't you ever had that happen? I know because I, I use spray butter. Literally, never had that. Happen. I have that happen every single like four pack of butter that I get. The ends where they fold the end over, it'll be one of them is covered in butter, and when you try to open it, it rips the paper. And then if you don't do anything about it at that point in time, somebody. Serious, isn't he? Oh, is I'm he 100% serious. Right now? He is serious. Are you, are you serious? Such a so hot bad. spring stretch. <laughs> it pisses wow. me off so bad. But have you ever is, heard? Have you ever heard of? I can't believe it's not butter spray. Oh, here's where we're going with this. I could just see Jerry trying to unwrap butter and just screaming, Serenity now! <laughs> yeah. Amy! Oh, I get so mad at it. I literally told Amy about this spring stretcher two days ago because I was like, I'm bringing this up. This is bull crap. But here's where I'm getting into. What happened in the 90s that brainwashed people into buying margarine I'm and a, vegetable oh, oil spreads i will tell you tubs. exactly what you need to know if you're ready to listen oh i'm ready because you've got go. your you've got your uh country crock yep your, i can't believe it's not butter yep parquet then this is where they tried to get fancy with it imperial yep. came out with the sticks that look like butter and you think like you could mistake it as butter in the store and be like, I just bought butter. No, vegetable oil spread. It's actually happened several times. Yes. Me, me, well. I think me and you have had this conversation a multitude of times yeah. about why this. was this a thing? Why did people stay away? Like it was all because of the food industry, right? Like they tried to tell you. Okay. That so this is what happened, right? And this started happening in the eighties. The uh, food pyramid. The, no, not the food pyramid, although that was maybe a part of it. Yeah. What happened in the 80s was they started having this craze where they thought fat was the worst thing in the world. Right. The, the low-fat yep. diet craze started then, and they actually rearranged the food pyramid and all this thing to limit the amount of fat people were having because they said, hey, I mean, this is probably the amount of research that all these scientists did. They're like, people are getting fat. Stop eating fat. <laughs> yes, but also That's exactly they're they you know having issues with influxes of heart disease and yep. coronary artery disease and all kinds of these things where they thought oh well all this plaque and fat is building up in these arteries it's because of the American high fat diet mm -hmm. and so they completely changed all these recommendations same thing happened by the way with cholesterol uh, until they finally realized thirty years later that there is no link between dietary cholesterol. As in the cholesterol, cholesterol in you your eat, blood. like yeah, in yeah. an egg, which is a high cholesterol food, yeah. and actual cholesterol in your body. So anyway, we changed this all around, and Americans gobbled it up like crazy. Yeah, and we did. Duke. When oh, I was yeah. a kid, we had low-fat everything. We there wasn't nothing we bought in our house that didn't say low-fat on it. Yeah, Same and here. we, we had margarine. We were like a margarine household. Because butter's bad. Butter's I don't think I ever you. really had butter until I was older. Until I was an adult, and I was out on my own. That's when I started buying real butter. And yep. you know why? The only reason I started buying real butter is because I started watching cooking shows. And in all these cooking shows, they're like adding butter to things. They're like, you want restaurant quality food? Add butter. Put a lot and I was in like, it. huh, that sounds like a good idea. So I went and got real butter. And the only other people that had real butter were my grandparents. They yep. always had real butter, and I yep. tried it there. I was like, man, that is that's, well, that's why you're when you're a I kid. Good. When you're a kid, that's why your grandma... Always had the best food is yeah, because your grandma cooked with butter, right? And lard, 
Yes. Oh. And your parents didn't. They cooked with the low fat and, well, you, you know. Yeah. My mom still makes pie crust with lard. Well, so it tastes better. A lot of people do bake, did still bake, bake goods, yes. Goods with it's butter good. or lard. But, but it was like so adding I, butter to toast or potatoes or whatever you were adding yeah. butter to. You had a tub yep. that you scooped out of, and it's, it was junk. So I remember that very same thing. I remember growing up with parquet or whatever the, the, the margarine was. Parquet. And uh, I remember watching a cook's tour with Anthony, Bar- Anthony Bourdain. It was oh, one yeah. of his first shows, and that's where I started loving cooking and realizing that butter makes it better. I mean, that's just a fact. Butter, butter is, is better. better. So what happened is, of course, we get flash forward 30 years later, and what do we finally figure out? That processed vegetable oils are not good for you. They're not good for you at all. And butter is actually good for you. Yes. Well, they took the fat is good for you. Well, they took the fat out of everything to make it healthy, and turns out it tastes like crap. So what do they do? They fill it full of sugar, sugar. and then you eat more of it. And you know what skyrockets? Heart disease. Disease. (laughs) That's what happens. And people get fat. Yes, and people still got fat. So that was my first thing. This is going to go into another one that I Well, feel we got like. a lot of comments on this. Okay. Oh, oh dude. Uh, Danny okay. Bennett said, we used to make butter on the farm. Not that fun. Did you ever make butter on the farm? Whatever happened mm, to churning butter? No. I don't think I did. We made cheese, um, but we ne- I, don't, I never made any butter. I never made any butter. I never, never made butter, and I grew up on a dairy. I remember going to uh, Rock Home Gardens, which is in Tuscola, Illinois, where a lot of Amish are. Uh, it's like in Southern Illinois, mm-hmm. and it's ne- it's like Arcola, Tuscola. We have a plant south. there. Yeah, and uh, they we used to Rock Home Gardens was like this whole Amish like tourist attraction basically, and you could go and see how these things were done. And I remember standing there like watching them churn butter for the longest time. My parents like walked around do, doing things, and I just watched them churn butter. I thought it was very interesting. Um, and <laughs> that's I- my only. Like interaction with butter making, and then Dirk, Dirk said, Grady is so your son. Leave the butter on the counter. Uh, I agree. Um, and then Courtney said, Let the butter soften before you unwrap it. This is exactly what I was going to say at the beginning of this conversation. Why are you trying to unwrap yeah. cold butter? I needed it like immediately. Every time I get Put it in the microwave for five seconds, no, you can't do that. I always know. Well, you got to stand the center, always melts. You have to stand there and hit it like. Two seconds, three seconds. Yeah. I'm not that patient. I have literally zero patience. I will unwrap that thing immediately because I need it right now. Okay. And then Vic said, while they're talking about butter, everyone go buy Bitcoin and Ethereum and Cardano and Polkadot and Ave. Oh. And then a link to Coinbase. Yeah. We're not talking about... uh, I have some of those. By the way, not an investment advisor. (laughs) 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 But I will say I'm a member of uh, the Motley Fool. Which is an investment oh, yeah. advice thing. I love them. Although they're, they're always good. trying to sell you a bunch of extra subscriptions and it's super obnoxious. But they just put a $10 million investment in crypto. Really? As, as a they? company. Yeah. Interesting. That's pretty good. And they're pretty, I mean, I won't say they're conservative because they're heavy into like tech stocks, but they're conservative in their investment advice as far as like they want you to buy and hold for at least five years, whatever they yeah. recommend. Which I feel like is a fair. It's not day trading. Well, yeah. If you're right. a true day trader, you're you're looking to make you know a couple grand within that day <laughs> so, and move along. So Dan Bennett, I obviously work with him, and he said, "I'm starting to feel like Jerry is a stranger at work. We know nothing about you, Mister, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk because I don't talk about butter at work, Dan." Did I move my like, head the wrong way, Chris? That no, one. No, you're fine. All right. Uh, it, it does bother and me. And then but, Dirk said, "Never put the butter in the fridge. Just don't put it in the fridge." 
<sighs> I guess that's a good idea. Maybe. It's just that I buy so much butter. <laughs> I'm not joking you. Like how many I've pounds, got so much many, butter at my house. How many pounds do you go through a week, man? Um, I mean, I don't measure it in pounds. I don't know how many sticks I go well, through. Apparently, you don't use that much if you don't measure it in pounds. Well, I don't weigh it out. I don't even count how many I'm using. I just buy a lot of butter. And then when I see it go low, I buy a lot more <laughs> Does butter. Does it ever blow your mind when you're making Kraft macaroni and cheese? How much butter you put in there? <laughs> no, because I calls have... for a stick of butter. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's uh, just... no a craft. It, I just made it yeah, tonight. Yeah. It is half not, a stick of butter. It's a quarter. Yeah, a quarter stick, which I think would it's be four tablespoons, which is a half stick. Fuck. No, it's two tablespoons. Look it up, Chris. Okay, I will challenge. Accepted. I don't think it is. It's two tablespoons. It is not two tablespoons. It's not a half Your a stick kids of butter. Are living a terrible life over there. Oh no, Apparently I use not. much more than that. I'm not telling you because anything you put six a whole stick of butter in, <laughs> it's gonna taste freaking amazing, yeah, man. That's right. It's not a whole stick of butter it's for four one, tablespoons for one box. That's a half a stick. Yeah. Oh well, then I easily put that in there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, g- moving on to my next moving on. infuriating thing. Um, you are George Costanza. Do you understand? <laughs> Do and you, you're just the same height. Do you, you just understand? Need to lose your hair a little I bit know, more. but do you understand there are people out there that call Gatorade by its actual like flavor? Isn't that ridiculous? I don't even know what that means. Like yeah. fruit punch. Do they have names other than oh, red yeah. or yellow, blue? Exactly. Oh, they, there's fruit punch. There's Riptide Rush. There's uh, lemon lime Whoa. nobody there are people that actually call gatorade this and i've had this encounter where somebody said like oh i just had a riptide rush the other day and i was like wait a minute like isn't that the light blue color no i think it's the like, purple I, maybe it might be the purple it's one, a light purple either way i was like wait do you call gatorade by its name <laughs> do people do that because <laughs> i've only ever said i'm gonna go get a blue Gatorade or a red Gatorade. Same here, but there, there's only one that I call by its name. What? And that's Barry. There's a Barry Gatorade? There's a Barry. Either way, I think these people are insane. It's got to be some sort of a cult. I don't think they're real. Everybody I've ever known in my life has... No, you call it red, blue, oh, purple, yeah. whatever. Everybody does, don't you? Um, I don't even... Yeah, I guess... If you I, were you know to go what? get I, a Gatorade. I never know so what's cash call? what color to get. I don't have like a color preference because I don't drink it often enough. So I I did, you didn't just, as a kid? I always just guess. Oh, like I was just nah, like. Nah, man, I was a Powerade kid. <laughs> oh, oh here we go. <laughs> and then You okay, probably had a pro-line jacket too, didn't you? Now we've starter apexed jacket. at the weirdos, okay? Because Powerade, <laughs> just come on. Powerade's where it's at. That's, I'm pretty sure. Is that still of, a thing? I'm pretty sure it's made out of battery. Okay, I just want to point out. Because there's a controversy going on on our Facebook stream right now between two tablespoons, four tablespoons. It's four tablespoons, folks. I'm looking at the box. <laughs> so in other words, Jerry's right it's with four six. Four tablespoons. I thought it was two. Dirk, so, if it, Dirk, so if it's four, that means you should put in eight, which is a whole stick. Dirk said really he good. thinks I'm his spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to meet each other, Dirk, because if you hate people that call Gatorade by its name as much as I yeah, do. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, interrupt your, your tirade no. right there. No, oh, I, 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 I never know what color to get. I guess I usually go for, I always initially go for the red, and I always regret that. It's terrible choice. It's the worst one. You don't get a red. I talk yeah. my, my kids think it's like a treat to get a Gatorade. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and whenever oh, we go to Casey's, yeah. they're like, can we get a Gatorade? I was like, all right. Uh, and then I say, this is what I say, what color do you want? Same here. And they yeah. say red. I'll be like, 
you sure you don't want that light blue? You're going <laughs> like, to have stained lips. I feel like you want that light blue or that light purple. And they're like, no, we want the red. Like, so, but do you? Do you? <laughs> like, because I don't feel like you do. And then I give them the red and they don't drink all of it. We should do a top 10 Gatorade flavors roundup. Isn't there only like five? No, there's the. There's well, like my a, number one, I'll tell you right. I can tell you what it is right now. It's been discontinued for years. And don't I tell have me. to say. You're going to use the name. <laughs> You're going to use Citrus Cooler. <laughs> no, I'm going to use the name because it's black. It was a black Gatorade. Oh. What? And it was called Midnight Rush. Why wouldn't you say that? Name? You talked about that. Before, I know, yeah. I did. And I found it on Amazon. You can still buy or eBay. I told you to buy it and we drink it on the show. Oh, man. I'll have uh, to look it up and see what uh, it is. I might go uh, for it. Uh, Nolan says cucumber lime all the way. Didn't even know that was a thing. I know, me well, that infuriates you. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll <laughs> I mean, tell you what, when you're hungover on a Sunday morning, go to Casey's, get a riptide rush and a breakfast sandwich, and you're right as rain. Yeah, you are. Out good. to the farm. For a Gatorade? For a Gatorade or per- light purple. The worst hangover I've ever had in my life um, was after a wedding. Um, that we were all at probably it was Raj's wedding. Oh God! Day. Single worst hangover I've ever had I, in my life. I was walking around smoking a cigar at the reception. So and I, I think inside the reception. Uh, <laughs> well, th- that's but, the one we went through the Taco Bell drive up without a vehicle. We yeah, got yelled oh yeah. at. Yeah. Well, the next day, God. I was I still lived with my parents at the time. It was right before I moved out. But my dad was ripping off the stair. We ripped the stairs off to the front of their house. We were building the deck. And he, I was supposed to go help him. Let me finish the story. You walked out of the house and comically just fell onto the ground because the stairs were no longer there. No, none of that. that, God, that what I was going to tell you is that's like, where you, that's the road you should go down. Well, I was non-functioning in that in the morning. My dad was yelling at me a bunch. Well, my brother came over because he was helping too, but he came up and he handed me a blue Gatorade, light light blue Gatorade. And he's like, here, man. He had like Tylenol. He handed me Tylenol and he gave me a Gatorade. He's like, drink all of this. He's like, it's going to help you. I was like, whatever. And I was dead to the world. I took the Tylenol. I drank the entire Gatorade. And then within like 30 minutes, I was like, holy smokes, I feel kind of alive now. I mean, it didn't cure me by any means. I think it's hilarious. But it really helped a lot. That your brother tried to poison you with Tylenol (laughs) after drinking because you're not supposed to take Tylenol. Really? It's It's bad for your liver. Yeah, it's like, well, 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 taking four ibuprofen is really bad for you too, so I guess it really doesn't. Ibuprofen is better. I mean, you can That's bad bad for for your your stomach. It's bad for your stomach. Kidneys. If you're going to take a painkiller when you're drinking, take ibuprofen. Yes. Not Tylenol. Yeah, Tylenol is really bad. It causes belly bleeds. No, that's Advil. I have no idea about any of this stuff. I do. Just stick with me, kid. Yeah, I just asked Amy. <laughs> I trust Amy. Amy just commented that you were awful. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the you be- were. Uh, you know, oh yeah, I was. Best hangover Real cure bad. ever. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to think of where I was going with it. Is uh, uh, <laughs> hair of the dog? Hair of the dog is one. Getting, That's uh, the best one, really. Yes. I can't do that. Just start out and go and start drinking again. Man. You have so you to force yourself to, because that really does work. And if you don't go overboard the next day with it, like which is the exact thing we did at Raj's wedding, yeah. Which we we usually do, but if you go but overboard remember, that was the next day drinking, ago. you can just keep kicking the can down the road and it gets worse eventually. But if you just like do a little easy day drinking the next day. You'll be fine. Or really? get, go get an IV. That's the second best. If you want, don't want to do hair of the dog, go get an IV. It's the greatest thing. You know, ever. I gave myself an IV once before I took a PT test. Oh, it worked. It, it works. I've had them many times when I was working on the ambulance. You walk into the shift in the morning. You go, fix me. 
affect me. So that's all. That's all I wanted to get off my chest. I thought... Um, your people, wife said, uh, you're all crazy. You can take Tylenol. Just don't take three grams of it. Here's the deal, Amy. Yeah, come on. Don't pretend like you know more about <laughs> medical advice yeah. than me. So. That's like only doing one line of cocaine. Everybody knows. I mean, Chris on. knows everything. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to take the advice of a nurse... I guess you can. Amy, quit being a, a podcast sponge. host. <laughs> that farms. <laughs> That's fine. And can raise trees. But, I mean, my advice to you is not to take Tylenol when you've been drinking. Right. There you go. Straight from the... Yep. Amy has spoken. First podcaster's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, you got any uh, other spring yeah. stretchers there, Jerry? Nope. That's all I had. This, just no more airing of the grievances? Um, no, I'm done with that. <laughs> Serenity now. Serenity now. We did airing of the grievances once. Uh, that was at uh, Christmas time? Yeah, it was a Festivus. We had a oh, Festivus party. God. You did? Oh, that did not go well. It didn't go well. Oh, it was no. terrible. Are you oh, serious? Yeah, Several bad. people left in tears. Yeah. Fighting that we did the feats of strength. Oh, that was a mess. It was bad. <laughs> was this in college? No. No, it was here. He is not joking. Yeah, we, we, we were all there. Wait, how old were you? I don't know, uh, 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why did this end so badly? I don't think I was. I can't remember if I was married or not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was right after I got moved back from college, yeah. so I was not, probably not twenty eight, but mid twenties. And it just you were literally airing grievances that yeah. you had with people, so yeah. you're just like I wasn't. Like, it, I actually I wasn't the problem for once. <laughs> I wasn't the problem. <laughs> okay. It was actually other people that were yeah, having we, problems. We, we, there, we, we don't need to go down this path. There was airing grievances that happened, and then we had the feats of strength. And what then, was wrong with feats of strength? Uh, I don't think I, the people is, fighting drunk. Yeah. Just, Why were you fighting? It's a feat of strength, not you fighting. Got a pin, you got a pin. You got to pin on the ground, man. Best of it's not over till you pin. Oh, that's pin right. Frank, right? That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, Vicodin for the win. You, Dirk you were said. part of that. Oh yeah. Dirk says so, Vicodin for the win, and I will say, uh, I've never done that. Um, but yeah, I've done a little that. half of a gummy for the win. <laughs> that that fixes you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good that, hangover that, cure right there. That makes Chris very well happy. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really do anything, but it does cure a hangover. Does it really? Mm -hmm. I've never tried it. That's what a lot of people need a lot of the time. Um, Cure for hangovers or gummies? Cure for hangovers. (laughs) If you can get it, I mean, anybody could get a gummy nowadays in Illinois. Yeah. So if if your job allows it, go for it. Mine Mine certainly does not. Nope. Nope. Me neither. Mine either. Yes, it does. Your boss is an ass. (laughs) Yeah, why are you so hard on yourself? You should really let your wife let you have gummies. Um, oh wait, doesn't it have to do with uh, driver's license? Yeah, I mean I have a CDL, so yeah. So I, I would never be, want to. I don't want to meet you on the road. Put it out into a, the world on our wildly successful podcast that I would partake in a thing like that. Right, that's true. <laughs> Which you have not done, so no, you've never no. said that. Uh-uh. So not once. I mm. said gummy, but I meant like a bear corn syrup. You know, Goodness. Like a, Why not a gummy a little, bear? A little smiley face. <laughs> okay. Those fruit smiles. Oh, those oh, are very good. They're pretty Fruit legit. snacks? Fruit snacks are where it's at, bro. Dude, they're so small, though. There's <laughs> so few fruit dude. snacks <laughs> in a package. Yeah. Pisses me off. Because sometimes I'm just like looking at all these fruit snacks in the pantry. Oh, wait. Does something make you mad now, Chris? I'm going to eat them. And I open one up. And I dump them in my mouth. 
I'm like, <laughs> and nothing happens. How can you ever yeah. be satisfied by like six fruit snacks? Right. You got to have at least six packages of fruit <laughs> at snacks. At least. I want to like open the whole box and dump them into a big bowl. And, just and then I them. feel bad for yelling at my kids when they want more than one package. It's like, no, you, you, you're not, you shouldn't have more than one of these, right? Like as an adult, I should say these things. Yeah, I yeah should so say, you have to like, limit your children. You shouldn't have more than one of these, but you're right. You need more than one of these. It's not satisfying. So one I, just pisses you off right. that you can't have more. You can buy a enormous box of fruit snacks from Sam's Club and Costco. I'm a new Costco member, by the way. The, oh. There's a new one up on thirty. Yeah, I think I'm gonna drop my Sam's Club and just go straight. I Costco. would, Ooh, I would wow. suggest it. The <laughs> this is a spring stretcher. This is a. <laughs> The sign-up process at Costco is ridiculous. They are so like antiquated in the way they sign people up. You can do it online, but then once you get to the store, you still have to go to the card services center and you stand in a line. So we did that. Stand in this line. They had one computer that was there to take a picture of you, like a DMV basically, mm-hmm. for your ID. And I was like, wait a minute. Sam's Club, I had an ID like on my phone that you could get into the store, get all of your stuff, get to the cash register, and then they would scan your phone to do this. Why do I have to have a physical ID through Costco for you to, and I have to stand in front of this mat on the wall, and you take a picture of me, and you only have one of these computers capable of doing this in this entire <laughs> in a store. a brand new Costco. Brand new store. You have one computer, and then Amy and I get up, to this computer for them to take our picture. The lady like t- types in our information. She's like, oh, I see that you've done this online. Oh, very nice. Okay, great. And would you like the higher membership? No, I don't want the higher membership. Well, do you know what you get for that higher membership? I don't care. I don't want the higher one. And then she's like, okay, all we need to do is take your picture. And she turns around and the guy. Wait a minute. What higher membership is there? There's two memberships. You're either a member or you're not a member. No, they got two different memberships. I'm not getting into it. Do you get more discounts? They give you yeah. money. You get like money back on your purchases. And the lady tried to well, sell you as dumb. like, yeah. Oh, listen, you get two percent back on your purchases. And then she's like, most people get the. Then you get a check from Costco. And they said most people will take this check and then put it towards their membership in order to pay for the membership the next year. And I was like, wait, if you get two percent back to pay for a $120 membership at that level, you'd have to spend like $5,000 like, or more than that. Like, yeah, but if you go there a lot, it's not hard to spend five grand if you're going to get your groceries there and stuff. Yeah, yeah if you're nobody's gonna... getting regular groceries there. It's I don't not know, they possible. Got, uh, you, get, you buy the bulk things. But they got meat, right? They, gotta... they do have meat, but if you buy bulk things there, you're not, you really aren't going to go there as an every week grocery shopper, I don't feel like. I think if you lived close enough... You could find yourself going there a couple times a month and spending a couple hundred bucks each time. Yeah. You think so? Well, it's you, not hard to spend 200 bucks at Costco. Oh, so your dollars right, but $200 each time you go means you're going to have to go let's see uh 25 weeks yeah, of the year. But that's only half. Yeah. It's every other weekend. That's not you're, that you're, much because I don't think they got go, if they got pharmaceuticals. I'm not going to Costco that much. They got clothing. They I got mean, all kinds of stuff. Yes, because you got to drive a ways to get there. Not even that. It's like I don't need the bulk items that they have. I don't need to get them the way they have it out. Well, like every time I go there, regardless. I'll get the majority of stuff I need. I'll spend like three or four hundred dollars, and then I'll go home, and I don't need to go there again for six months. Here's the point: if you have Amazon and get an yeah. Amazon credit card, or Walmart and get a Walmart credit card. 
you get 5% off everything you right. buy at and either Amazon or Walmart. That makes much there more sense. But anyway, so, That's what I I would do. so I we get up to the, the computer and they are going to take a picture of us. She's like, okay, all we need to do is take a picture. And then she turns around and the guy starts ripping this printer thing apart that prints your ID. He's like, I got, I got to clean this machine. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll just go to the next one. There is no next one. Your She's whole like, experience has sold me on going to Costco. I'm just, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. No, that's what I mean is like their membership deal is like so outdated. I don't understand why they're just get an app, make yeah. an app. You're a bajillion dollar company. Get an app and let me have the ID on my phone. And then it would be so much simpler. You know what I do find interesting I got really angry about both, both, both Costco and Sam's is the gift card section, right? So you can get gift cards to places, and it'll be like, pay 80 bucks for a $100 gift card. So they have that for Disney. And if you're going to go to Disney and buy tickets and stuff, you can buy $100, $200 gift cards for like 20% off. Really? And then just use them to buy your tickets. Hmm. They do that at Target, too. That seems like a good deal. But you can do it for all kinds of places. Like if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot, you can just go there. And buy like $300 worth of gift cards and get 20% off of them. And then just keep them in your wallet. And if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, just use It seems those. like a good idea to do for like uh, holiday gifts. You know, like for an in-law. Like you, oh. <laughs> Somebody you don't like. <laughs> Somebody that's not worthy of yeah. actual thought. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Just get them a gift you card. You have people that you uh, no. buy gifts for that you're just like, well, we need to get them something. The so. only people I give gift cards to are like work people. I like, love gift cards. So People, you don't like gift cards? So I guess that's why we got gift cards from Christmas. From him. <laughs> yeah. You don't like gift cards for things? I mean, you got gifts for each other. He got us gift cards. <laughs> I got a gift card to Top Golf. I thought that was a good gift. I was like, I like that's Top a good Golf. idea. Don't go to the. I have never been there. Oh, I, I got to the door and we didn't have a reservation and they were booked. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to have to wait for an hour and a half. We're like, eh, go to the one in Naperville. Yes. We went to the one in Arlington Heights once. It's terrible. Yeah, no, well, that's the one we went to a, was Naperville, and then we went to dinner that night. It's but. a lot of fun. Okay, I got a couple of comments. Uh, Dirk says, a CC of thyroxine and, or ACE cattle med- medication under the tongue will take care of the hangover. <laughs> it's a hardcore <laughs> way well, of doing it. But I, mean, I like it. a serious fix. Um, and then he said, I'm new to watching. Is the airing of agreements as a monthly theme? Yeah. I'm a fan. Sean yes, Armstrong uh, says, I'd rather get a gift card. Exactly, I would too. I'd uh, much rather get a gift card. Gift card. Um, yes, the airing of the green invitations is not necessarily a monthly thing, but we should make it a monthly thing. We just, whenever they come up, we air them. Isn't that the we stretching do. of the springs? It's That's what we call it. We call it uh, well, stretches my springs. You know what really stretches my springs? Yeah. <laughs> because that's not copyrighted or used by anybody else but Snarf Talk. But Snarf Talk, yeah. Because we, we can't it. say grind my gears. Right, and that's the one that we started it off with. That was many, many moons ago. Yeah, Spring stretchers have been around for quite a while. Yeah, It's just that Chris never has them, even though he's the angriest person on the show. I'm not angry. That's why I don't have them. Outside of the show, very angry. <laughs> just I'm, I'm, I'm not touching this one. He's just <laughs> so mad and angry all yeah. the time. Sometimes really, I just punch the sky. But he gets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just sits there. I just stand it out in the middle of the field, just <laughs> punching at the sky. That I can see. Yeah, because of how hot it is. In yeah. the summertime, you're going to find Chris mad. <laughs> just why isn't the air conditioning on high enough in this building? And you're like, Jerry, you're, or Jerry's like, Chris, you're outside. Why is this combine stopped in the middle of the field? 
It's not full. Chris is just hot. So why is there a pickup light still pointing at the combine that hasn't moved in six hours? Should I call Chris to see if he's okay? No, he's nah, fine. He's I'm just going to leave him alone. <laughs> he's just, just angry in the sky. Punch in the sky out there. Okay, I do have some a little bit of news. Um, this one I think you're going to enjoy a lot. Chris isn't the biggest fan. I am. But the new Mortal Kombat movie has a trailer that just released. It comes out April 16th. Why do you say that I'm not a fan? Because every time I've ever brought up Mortal Kombat, you've always done this. Meh. Meh. Every time. Yeah, I mean, hey. I'm a fan. That's why. I like hey. the game. I just said you're not the biggest fan. Like, hey. I thought you liked Mortal Kombat. I do like Mortal Kombat, but it's not something I'm going to... I'm you, need to watch, you need to watch the trailer. Because this trailer, I think, is phenomenal. It reminds me of the game. There's a lot of blood involved but the sub-zero the scorpion all of them look awesome dirk said i'm a sky puncher too i believe solidarity i I love you bro i feel that me and dirk talk usually when we're in the tractor in the spring in the fall and it's usually just us bitching at each other about (laughs) how shitty it is to be farming sometimes when everything's breaking down and whatever but yeah yeah um, suggestion: Get the capabilities to open up the phone lines. Listen, we you're you're we, talking to us live right now, right? But we could get the capability to do that pretty easily with a road procaster. We absolutely could. Somebody give us money so we yeah. can buy a road procaster. <laughs> right, that would be ideal. Uh, is this a good time to talk about Patreon? Oh yeah, Patreon.com/slash/NarfComics is where you can go to subscribe for extra content and for then, as little as a dollar a month, and proceeds go to support the show and help us improve. Our technology and... Which would be a road Procaster. Procaster. Right? That's what it's called. And then, yeah, we would have the availability to plug in a phone and take phone calls live um, and mix it straight in. You'd be able to hear... Caller one. Only problem is there's like a 30-second delay. It can't be that much. How much is the 30 seconds delay is a long time. Yeah, it's like, wow. It's, it's significant, though. A 30-second delay on, like, what? Like, on their speech to us? Yeah, the, the, the live video right now is, like, 30 seconds behind us. Yeah, but that wouldn't be. It would be direct into our audio. No, this phone call wouldn't. But when they hear a topic they want to call in about, we're already past it. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes. All right, let's move talk more about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I thought... How Johnny Cage is the best. The, you know what? There was what? no Johnny Cage in there. Yeah, Johnny Cage. He was my favorite. I didn't see a Johnny Cage in the trailer. Johnny Cage? Really? Yeah. Really? He, you don't like Johnny Cage? Oh, I didn't dislike him. He's like the him. Hollywood just, guy. He's yeah, the Hollywood well, guy. Sunglasses? Whip him off? I didn't see a Johnny Cage in the trailer I at mean, all. I mean, I've never heard anybody actually like Johnny Cage because he was a... He was like the protagonist of the movies. In the first movie. In the first movie. He, he, he was involved with it. Well, I meant the, the game. I, we talk about the game or the movies. Well, we're talking about Both. either because I liked him in the game as well. Who was your favorite in the game? I'm Scorpion. Of Scorpion. I, I was actually, a big Scorpion fan, but I was a Cyrax. I liked Sub Zero. I liked Cyrax. Is that the guy with the things that come out of his. No, no, he's talking about Mortal Kombat Three. He was the cyborg. He's oh. a cyborg. There's Cyrax, and there was Smoke. Smoke. Uh, Smoke was and there was another ninja. one, a red guy. Yeah. Cyrax was the yellow. Smoke, and then um, there was a red one, and I. He had fire powers. Didn't no, he, he had like his his chest would open up and shoot little <laughs> missiles. Yeah, missiles out of his chest. Or bombs. And I can't remember his name. Sean I. would remember when I can't remember. <laughs> no one said when Aaron Neville called in, there was no delay. Just saying, hey, I mean, the call ins don't have the delay. The call ins don't have the delay. Yeah, it's just what you see. 
And the info from Facebook is the delay. That's what I was confused about too. I thought you meant the phone call. Um, so I also I, liked Luke Kang when yeah. he did his bicycle kick and he's like, so the new movie, that's what oh, I was going to get into. Luke the Kang. new movie is about Luke Kang. Okay. So it's the well, basis yeah. of Luke yeah, So So was the first movie, if I remember right. Yeah, he's it like was. the main dude. Yeah. It's about Luke Kang. There wasn't much about any Johnny Cage. Um, there was Sonya. Um, there was. What about Shiva? Wasn't it Shiva? No, Shiva was in two or three. But Gor- Ride, uh, uh, Goro's uh, in it. That's the guy with the three arms or two arms? Four arms. Yeah. What was uh, Lord Raiden, the lightning guy? Oh, Raiden. 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 Yeah, I loved Raiden. The same guy that played uh, um, Highlander was yep. Raiden yes. in the movies. Yes. And I loved that. That could be only one. I'm assuming Raiden will be in this movie, but it didn't show it in the trailer. But I'm telling you, this trailer was blew me away. It's heavy on Sub-Zero, and Sub-Zero looks... Freaking Who's awesome. putting it out? Who's uh, producing it? Don't know. Didn't oh. get that far. I just thought it looked really cool, and I knew they were coming out with a movie, and I kind of forgot about it mm-hmm. because they talked about it over a year ago, and then this last year, nothing was produced, but apparently they did this movie. I did love the little meme David sent us that um, was yeah. a picture of the weather map in like this last Arctic, whatever, whatever they call it. Yeah. Polar uh, vortex. Polar vortex. Uh, the weather map, and it just has like the victory <laughs> thing with a uh, sub zero in front of it, and it just sub-zero says sub zero wins. <laughs> I tell you what, Mother Nature has been a bit of a knucklehead. Yeah. I mean, lately. I love it. I'm loving it. I love this much snow. It's great. It's fun. I don't care about the snow. It's the cold that. Yeah. Really. It was 35 today this afternoon. It yeah, was pretty nice. Got up to 22. Yeah. Nah. It was you, melting. No. National Weather Service. Yeah. You're you're really station. wrong, Chris. Yeah. But 22. on the river. Is always warmer than in my land. truck. So hold on here. Thirty-five. When did you start liking cold weather? Because I've been on multiple vacations with you in warm weather. And what are you talking? What's this guy talking about? Oh, you hate warm. weather. I hate warm weather. I love cold weather. I always have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll go. I don't to even warm know you right now because my wife wants me to. My aggravation is just at work. It's just uh, it turns out water and cold weather don't work well together. No, things yeah. freeze, and it's just a it's a bit of a bear Ooh, to handle yeah. when it's that cold. Like the temperatures today were actually awesome, and it does actually melt things on concrete, like concrete walls. Concrete will warm up in if the sun. the sun is beating on the concrete wall, it'll melt ice and anything on it, even though it's below freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get cloudy, like single digit days, boof, nothing happens. It's just water likes to freeze. Yeah. Cooling tower drift is awesome, too. It's a bit of a beach, if you know what I'm saying. You got some more news? So, uh, you know how there was talk about a Star Wars trilogy headed up and written by Ryan Johnson? Uh, Yes, Yes. sir. You remember that? Yeah. Um, Apparently, it's still a thing. There was a journalist. Really? Yeah. Soraya Wilson just recently had an interview with Ryan Johnson and talked to him about it, and he confirmed that it is still a thing, but they just don't know... When Anything it will be made. It, about it. He said it absolutely is going to get made, but they were waiting for 2024. There's supposed to be a movie out by Taika Waititi um, in the Star Wars world, That's which will be I'm talking about. awesome. Yeah. I'm positive that guy will do the right thing. And then his trilogy was going to be out after that. So right now it's kind of like, Held off, but according to Ryan Johnson, it's still a thing going to happen. Well, that's what happens when you get retconned into all of a sudden now it's the best of the new Star Wars movies. No, it isn't. Because, well, listen, though. To you, no, not, not to the world. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. At first, everybody hated that movie. It was widely panned. 
All right. It still is. No, no, it is not. Yes, if you look back now, P- The Last Jedi. Look at anybody reviewing anything about Star Wars, and it is still. You're absolutely wrong. The, the majority of critics will tell you, say that The Last Jedi was the best of the series mm. of the new the new three. I'm gonna stab you with the pen. No, I'm I not swear saying. To God. I'm not saying that that's my opinion. I'm it saying is your opinion. That then. has been. You have said that it's recorded. No, Jerry. that's not true. Get him under yes, control. It is. Yes, it is. I think I have The Force Awakens above it. I think he does. Either way, you liked it better than most of the Star Wars movies. You said Empire Strikes Back is the worst movie. Stop, stop talking. And Ryan Johnson is... <laughs> you guys can go back and listen for yourself. We ranked all the Star Wars movies. I almost, and I'm positive you put Ryan Johnson's movie... I almost bit that hook you're throwing ...higher than the rest of the two. Whatever. I know you did. I, I don't even care, because the new three are it's terrible. I hate them all. How about that? All right. Now, yeah. Well, okay. Now you pulled me back in, Chris. <laughs> now you got me. way to way to save that conversation there, Chris. All right. What else you got? Uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she has a video that just came out. Speaking of bad Star Wars. Movies, oh, tell me about it. She made some good ones too, though. But she she just, didn't make shit. She came out with a video on or the Oscars channel. Why you're in there? So. On YouTube, the Oscars has their own channel, and Kathleen uh, Kennedy. God, does anybody even watch the Oscars? I don't know, but the Oscars has their own channel on YouTube, and they they put out a video with Kathleen Kennedy, and she came out and she was talking about Disney, and she was talking about Lucasfilm, and she was talking about how she is so about um, inclusion and women's rights in film and all of this stuff, and it was literally like the day or two after Gina. Uh, Carano got fired for no reason, and this video got slammed by the internet. And it is one of the best things to see. Like all of the comments that came in there were slamming Kathleen Kennedy, but it had nine million views and fifty nine likes. <laughs> and so it had fifty nine likes, and it had two hundred and eighty thousand dislikes before they ended up taking the video down. And they obviously, like I said, they took the video down. It's not there anymore. You can't even watch it. Yeah. But it was up for a time, and it's been slammed so hard. So now people are going to yeah. Disney Plus's Twitter page, and they're going to Lucasfilm's Twitter page, and they're going to different places and just slamming them about this Gina Carano stuff. And Whoa. it is becoming a huge backlash because they also put out a press, re- press release uh, right after it happened Two days after it happened that they fired him, they put out a press release for six hours that said they were going to recast Cara Dune. And then they pulled it back and they put out a new press release a day later that said, we are not recasting Cara Dune. Why would you recast a side character? They are doing things that are not good. And I really don't like the trend of what like Lucasfilm and Disney are doing right now because... It's not going to help the franchise, and I really believe it's going to dictate what they do with these shows. And it's going to change story. It's going to change the way they go. And it's it already has. Me, they were supposed to have a whole right. show based around her, and they've they mixed the whole show. It. Yeah, so Be- they've made a decision based on cancel culture bullshit that isn't even for a good reason. And that's what's dictating our Star Wars shows. It, they came out on Investors Day and told us all of these new shows and new movies and everything they're going to come out with. And everybody got real excited. But if they are this like manipulative, like of oh, yeah. what their shows are, or they can be manipulated by the crowd that much on what people say in their personal lives, on their personal accounts, on what they do on their at their own time. 
Well, I don't know. It well, would be one thing makes if she actually scared. said something. I know. But and she didn't. She didn't say much. Well, it just how they've reacted to it is my problem. And and how they've been they've they've tried to be counter reactive to what they did. So they it, reacted to the thing. They fired her. They never told her she was fired. No. She found out she was fired through social media and then contacted them. And then they said, Oh yeah, we're letting you go, by the way. And they and then they also sent her uh, Lucas Films sent her an apology that she was supposed to read, and she, obviously she did not read that. But she was like, "No, I'm not reading this apology. Like, why would why would you even send this to me? You've already told me I'm fired." No, no, that apology they for, sent her was for the in the fall in November. Yes, that's right. Before she was fired, but Lucas Films still sent her the apology, and she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing that." But. And it all stems from that one moment. Well, so let's back up to Kathleen Kennedy. First of all, she's a hypocrite, flat out. Clearly. She sent Carrie Fisher. Let whatever the story goes, if you can find the if you can find the Carrie Fisher interview about her, if you can find it, they they have buried it. She talked about how Kathleen Kennedy let George Lucas send her to Fat Camp for Return of the Jedi, so she could squeeze into the uh, infamous gold bikini. I mean, but. So right, let's not get into that. Yeah. So well, <laughs> I mean, then then she has the audacity to come out and say, "I'm for women's you know rights." When for a long period of time you didn't give two shits until it was popular. That's my two cents. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, if she would have been there from day one, sticking I think up it's for probably Fisher. pretty safe to say that a woman that has been that high in the industry for that long, mm-hmm. at a time when women weren't having any power in that industry. It's not fair to say she doesn't give a shit about it. I'm sure she gives a shit yeah. about it. I'm sure she does. I'm just talking about the timeline. Oh, so the timeline of this and the the like the timing of when the video came out couldn't have been worse. She could have filmed this three months ago. You don't know. They could have had this plan to come out at that day at that in that time forever ago. But the fact is. Like the one female star that they had right now in the original Disney Plus show got fired, and then they come out with a video of Kathleen Kennedy talking about inclusion and yeah. the right to do what you want to do and women in film and, and all this stuff. And not only that, a female and that is a a, who, a female who, on the show, but also one that isn't traditional looking. The norm, uh, not yeah. a stick figure. Is that what you yeah. want to say? Yeah, Somebody I'll, that's bigger and strong and yes. You know, uh, who could beat your ass? Yeah, somebody that can Wasn't beat your ass. Wasn't she in the Olympics? No, uh, she, no, no, she was a wrestler. Uh, MMA. 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 She okay. was a badass, man. I knew she was. she was in something. I didn't know yeah, she was she, in MMA. She was a badass. Like, did she fight in UFC and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware. Um, CJ Parker, by the way. <laughs> Don't watching. He said, uh, Empire was the worst. And I think that's my favorite comment because <laughs> well, I'm, CJ, I'm trying I'll, to decide I'll, if I'll, the CJ even. <laughs> Has watched any of them. CJ, I love you. We all love you. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> just stop. Just, just, just listen to your just wife. Trying to get a rise. I, he he is. I love him. I, I miss CJ. My, I have one last bit of news, um, and it's going to tie us right into our top ten Adam Sandler movies. Oh, um, I got one piece of news. You want me to go first? Yeah, you should go thing? first. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we got to move pretty quick. But I better go pee then. Superman seventy eight and Batman eighty nine movies are getting comic book continuations. Ooh. Wow. So I'm pretty excited about that. Ooh. Looks like I'm buying new comic Superman books. Superman 78 and Batman 89 will live out on the pages of a new DC comic line that will continue the original stories before the sequels. 
Really? Wow. Before the sequels. Okay. Yeah. So it'll take right after Inbetween's Batman and the original Superman, the Richard Donner Superman. Yeah. That's uh, that's I'm awesome. In. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm all for it. I wonder that. if I Batman would... will kill people in the comic book series. He pro- he's going to have to. He only killed people in Batman Returns. He did not kill people in the original Batman. Uh, didn't he blow up a building full of people? Mm, he built a chemical factory, but I think he had already pretty much the chemical factory. Full well, they were all knocked out when he they left. Don't, it doesn't count if you work out. If you work at a chemical plant, it doesn't count. You're basically you can already dead. Yes. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> well, oh, do you work at a chemical factory? Yeah, I do. Well, if you're knocked out, it doesn't count. You can just already yeah. die. Thanks, Jerry. You said that. I know. Um, all right. So oh, that, that really interests me. My last little tidbit of news is that Adam Sandler went on TikTok and ended up posting his own TikTok of him doing the Happy Gilmore swing. I actually watched I it. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said, it's been 25 years since I've done the Happy Gilmore swing. He's like, I'm going to try it again. And he does it flawlessly. Did really well. Well, then the day later, Shooter McGavin came out and posted his own TikTok. <laughs> and he said, he's like, oh, been 25 years since you did that swing, huh? He's like, well, every day since, or what did he say? He's like, well, every day for 25 years, I've been eating pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> and then he went behind the camera and putted a ball into a little glass cup. But I thought it was really cool. You to eat see. pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> well, yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it, I thought it was pretty funny, and the guy who plays Shooter McGavin, I don't remember his name, but he's had some history with uh, alcoholism. Really? And I'm pretty positive during <laughs> that video he had some history with alcoholism because he looked a little glossy eyed. Oh, dude. see you, dude. Bye, dude. We're not filming a live show or anything. <laughs> there he goes. Um, no, I forgot about. Um, that line in that movie. Oh, you, you just did? Said it. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious because I saw the happy or I saw the Adam Sandler one of him doing the shot. And he says, after he hits the ball, he looks at the camera and he says, Oh, that was crushed. He's like, I'm not joking. I crushed that. And then he gets up and he says, Oh yeah, take that shooter. And then he ends the video. I read something, uh, once they, like Adam Sandler, I think he had said he plays golf like every day. I'm sure he does. He is so rich. Oh, I know. He is. That reminds me of this YouTube video I watched, um, and it was a clip of the Conan show, and it had Harrison Ford on it. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about like, did he have any props from Indiana Jones that he kept, and any of his whips or anything like that? And he's Mm -hmm. like, no. And and Harrison Ford just very much like he don't give a shit about Star Wars. He don't give a shit about Indiana Jones. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he looks at Conan. He's like, I'm a really rich man. Why do we want all that crap winging around? That's a pretty good answer. It was. A, I'm not doing it justice. I don't, he killed that line. So I don't remember if I talked about it on the show or not, but I know I just talked about this to people. And um, Adam Sandler was on the Dan Patrick show. Um, Dan Patrick was on ESPN and Sports Center and stuff, but he has his own podcast and live show. And he was interviewing um, Adam Sandler, and he comes on and he was talking about his attire and what he was wearing and he was saying like you always are wearing like you know like cut off shorts scruffy you know like yeah yeah, like baggy uh like sweatpants shorts and like a hoodie or something like that and they started talking about it because his shirt had a uh, grease he spilt something on himself and he had like this grease spot on his shirt 
And they were talking about that. He's like, yeah, that happened right before I left. He's like, I wasn't going to change or anything. And they said, well, why didn't you just get like a new pair of like new shirt or something and, and like throw that one in the laundry. And they started talking about doing laundry. And Adam was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we, uh, you know, I could have put it in the laundry. And Dan Patrick said, when was the last time you ever did laundry or saw the laundry process? And Adam Sandler says, he's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I've went down and, and I've watched the people that do that. (laughs) (laughs) And he wasn't like being like mean or, you know, like above anyone. He was like laughing about it. And he said, you know, I've, I've watched the people that do that. And he said, I've seen the clothes spin around, you know, in the, in the, in the machines. He says, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to do laundry. He's like, I just expect my clothes cleaned. And that statement from him was like, that is some money. Yeah. And I know you could be, you know, you could be much less fortunate than him, have a lot less money than him and have people clean your clothes. Really? I mean, you could pay people. I could probably pay somebody to clean my clothes right now. But it's like the way he said it was to a point like, wow, he hasn't done his. Can you imagine how much money he's worth? I mean, hundreds his production, of, oh. hundreds of millions. Yeah, he's got to be tipping like a billion dollar net worth. You think he's close to that with his production company? Yeah, they produce some. I Happy think they Madison. Fund the mo- I think his last deal with Netflix was like for five hundred million. Yeah. Now, of course, they got to use some of that money to produce the movies. Sure, but you know they ain't spending a hundred grand on those movies. Oh no, <laughs> I am, no. We'll, we'll get like to that here in a second. Fifteen million. Um, all right. Well, let's let's do that. Let's get into our. Our top, top 10, ten Adam Sandler movies. Adam Sandler movies. Now, this isn't un, like comedy movies or serious movies. Yep. It's just all of his movies, right? Thank you for clarifying that. Okay, all of his movies. And my only thing is he had to be like a main character. Main character. Yeah. Yep. Oh. He can't be a side character. If You can do whatever you want. If he's in the movie, I guess it's fair game. I'm yeah. just saying for me, he's got to be a main character. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we're going to get it started. Go for it. You're always okay. the first one. Number 10. Where is he going now? He's getting me a drink. Oh, okay. Number 10. Um, you know what? I'm just going to wait for dude to get back. I'm here. I can hear you. All right. My number 10 is a Judd Apatow movie, Funny People. Funny 2009. People. That was, uh, it, it's All my right. number 10, Jerry. That's it's not right. my number one. I know. Right. It's, uh, I enjoyed yeah. it. A lot it, of people did. I don't know why. I'm going to let you talk after this, but I just wanted to say. But I don't, you need to be first. Yeah. I don't know why, but this movie never did it for me. I wanted to love it so much. I thought it was going to be like one of the greatest movies ever made when it was put out and I saw trailers for it and stuff. And then I watched it and it just really fell flat on my eyes. But anyway, go ahead. Um, no, I, I, I feel the same way. That's why it's number 10 for me. It. High expectations. Very, 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 very high expectations. I was a huge fan and am a huge fan of... Are you letting me get Vic's comment? (laughs) I am. I'm sorry. Can I come back? Is the butter talk done? Um, Listen. (laughs) What was wrong with the butter I thought it was entertaining, so... (laughs) I did, too, because it's still... It's very aggravating. Um, No. I think that 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 movie (laughs) suffered from the problem of high expectations. Yes. I'm a gigantic fan of Judd Apatow uh, in general. Him, his comedy... His interviews, his movies, everything that Judd Apatow does, I absolutely love. I'm a huge fan of Seth Rogen. I love uh, Leslie Mann, who is uh, Judd Apatow's wife. 
And I like Adam Sandler. It had all the recipes. And I actually really, really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not what you expect it to be. It's not all that funny. No. It really isn't. Um, but that's fine. Um, so, I don't know. I know it was a divisive movie or divisive movie, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, that's why it's number 10. Yeah, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Go Dude. for it. Uh, whoa. whoa uh, what happened? Did you lose your feed? I hope not. We good? We're still live on Facebook, so oh, I'm still right. recording. Uh, bulletproof. Oh, is wow! That Damon, Damon Wayans, Damon Wayans. <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah, uh, the, you know the the. I just remember it being awesome, and I remember the one thing that stuck in my mind is uh, "Roller Coaster Love" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is like a huge part of that movie. Yeah, just that, and I just. I honestly, I'm gonna tell you, I don't really remember the movie. I remember it being like a buddy cop movie. Yes, mm-hmm. it was like a Lethal Weapon ripoff, basically, but yeah. comedy. <laughs> Yes. Or I guess Lethal Weapon is comedy. It was comedy. I mean... But uh, there was lots of action in it, too. Yes. Uh, I I don't remember that much about being action, but I remember that Damon Wayans was probably at the height of his career. I'm a huge fan of Damon Wayans. Oh, he's very good. Phenomenal. Uh, Where did he go? Joel Rogan always talks about um, having to follow Damon Wayans in the 90s when he was a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. He's like, impossible. Really? Impossible. Yeah. I can understand that for Joe The Rogan. absolute funniest stand-up comedy, comedian of the time. I would love to watch a... Uh, he really was at the some top kind of game. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Was I mean, he the... Because he was in a lot of other movies, obviously. Um, we we always talk about how we like Major Pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I love the movie Blank Man. Oh. Blank Man. That's one that yeah. I forget about. I love that movie. That's such that a good so movie. so long, man. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else yeah. on that? No, it's just it's one of my favorites. There you go. Number 10 to huh. Gerald. My number 10 is right up my alley, especially in my childhood in the 90s and even now. Like, I love rock music. And there was a movie called Airheads. Oh, yeah. Uh, in 1994. Well. And, yeah. and every 15 minutes on Comedy Central since. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it really? I haven't seen uh, Comedy I mean, Central in a long time, but it was out there. I haven't for, watched it in 10 years, but they used to play that movie like around they, the clock on Comedy Central. They yeah. did. So if you haven't ever seen Airheads, it's about like these three guys in a band, uh, or they create their own band, right? And they're going to play like a mixtape um, at a DJ mm-hmm. or uh, at, at a radio station. And the head DJ there doesn't allow them to play mm. their music. So they end up holding the radio station hostage but with plastic guns they squirt guns yeah they don't have real guns they've got squirt guns in their pockets and they end up holding it hostage so, it's funny i love it it's got music involved uh adam sandler's the drummer um brendan frazier yep. is the lead singer and guitarist oh, and steve buscemi Dan, that's who i was gonna look up i couldn't remember it's a great night. great yeah. cast it's a great yeah. movie yeah. It, honestly it is great and i had to put it in there i watched it so many times it's like a nostalgic pull for i think me. it's a nostalgic oh, play a nostalgic i don't know what it would be like to go watch it again like i don't remember how good of oh. a movie it actually is but i do like it for its nostalgia i think adam sandler says three words the entire movie really but he is no i mean he talks more than that but yeah. he's kind of like the dumb guy cuz yeah. he's just the drummer he's a comically relief you know? yeah he's the pool Brendan guy brendan fraser's the lead but it yeah. is is considered an adam sandler movie so i loved it I love and Bren- it's my brendan fraser probably height of his career uh, wasn't <laughs> I far think it behind was after it. that. The Mummy was the height of his career okay. yes it wasn't far after 2 years that. after I remember that this, would... that's one of Chris's favorite movies too is airheads well, that's a great yeah. movie. All right, my number nine uh, is a little more serious. Um, it's a movie I've always liked. God, uh, you always got to be serious. 2004, 
James L. Brooks movie, the guy who makes The Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Spanglish. Ooh. I, I always liked I that movie. I forgot about Spanglish. You don't like that movie? Um, I have only seen it one time, and no, I didn't. Uh, at the, the time that I saw I need to watch it again. This is my fault as an adult now that I haven't went back and watched some of these movies. But at the time that came out in 2004, it was, that was my junior year of high school, and it wasn't something I, I was like really mad at Adam Sandler for making a movie that was serious. Oh, really? I was at the time because I was childish and not an adult and dumb. <laughs> Well, I, I was I think that the movie is not as good as it could be, but Adam Sandler in the movie is phenomenal. And I remember and, the hype yeah, about and it. And he's like it's a really, really good serious role and it the movie kind of falls flat a little bit. But I love I really like Taya Leone. Um she plays his wife in it. Mm-hmm. He's like a celebrity chef. They're mm-hmm. like a wealthy up and coming celebrity chef, you know. And um his wife is very I just, insecure. I can't speak Sp- Spanish, so <laughs> Did you not have Senor Torbeck in Spanglish? In oh, it's like Spanish and English yeah, together, mixed. right? That's the idea. So there's this uh, family, this Mexican family, and they come and there's they become close and everything. And his wife's very insecure about that. And it's a whole movie about whatever. The movie is what it is. But his role in it very good. The acting's very good. And I always really like that movie. Yeah, that's my number nine. Airheads. Is my number nine? Is it really? Yeah, it is. I love it. Just pretty much everything you said. I, I remember seeing it. It came out in '93, I think, maybe '94. '94. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I remember. It's a very Wayne's Worldish yes, time frame. Which Wayne's I Worldish well, freaking love. Wayne's World. Uh, so <laughs> I was a freshman. In I knew Dirk was going to say that. He said, "I knew Spanglish would be on his list." I remember watching it in the house with him at the house. Yeah, that would have been right when I when I was in college. Mm. And uh, when it came out, and I considered myself to be a film snob. You were a film snob. Because he took a film course. Because he took one film course. At the University of Illinois. I'm the next Roger Ebert. I wish. Roger (laughs) Ebert's like my hero. I wish you were too. I have like all of his books. There's a movie about him. I own it. I want to be Cisco. Cisco was the worst. Come on. Nobody really? wants to be Cisco. Cisco and Ebert, man. Well, well no, kinda, because he's not remi- alive. I liked Roper better. Kind of reminds me of you no. two. Roper Nobody was likes a real Roper. douche, wasn't he? <laughs> as soon as Roper came out, they're like, what? Let's let I actually, Ebert talk. I actually didn't mind Roper, but he was the most arrogant piece of shit. Yeah. Hey, Cisco uh, and Ebert's where so, it's at. So speaking of your college days, did you see the uh, farmhouse uh, post? Yeah, I did. I actually thought it was kind of cool. It was pretty cool. They did it like MTV Cribs. Not what I remember. (laughs) No, that's not the memory as I have of old farmhouse. No, not at all. That place will listen. All right. Your number nine. Here's my number nine. I don't know if it's on any of your lists, to be honest. But I do like this movie. My wife reminded me about it before I left, and then I looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, I really do like this movie. Fifty First Dates. Oh, yeah. Well... I like that movie too. Jerry. It's like a memento type movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know where yeah. she it's not a memento type movie. <laughs> yes, it is. It is not. It's she, a reoccurring thing. She shares... is not scarring herself to remember what it's happened like to him. It's like a memento type movie. 
if you what mean the like they share the one you? same thing where there's short-term memory loss, but yes. otherwise the movies have no similarity Yes, whatsoever. that's the one similarity they have. But it's not a memento-like oh, movie. It uh, shares a plot device. I feel so bad for Amy right now. <laughs> like, horribly bad that you would can make these two movies comparisons. She's never seen Memento. <laughs> she doesn't know any different. Um, I love this movie because it's... So Adam Sandler, it's funny. Obviously, it still has a lot of funny moments, and it's quirky and weird. But I think it's really neat that Adam Sandler plays a role where he is very in love with this woman, even though she has this problem. And he's continuously like pursuing her, regardless of what's going on. Obviously, in the beginning, it takes a little bit of time to figure this thing out. But after that... He pursues her, pursues her, pursues her, and then at the the payoff is at the end of the movie for me. Spoilers where he makes the videotape, and you can see the videotape of her like watching it over and over again of what she's lived through her entire life. And basically. you wept like a child, and I weep like a child to this day yeah. over that one scene because I think it's like, really great. Here's your kids. Yeah, she's like what? That's isn't that insane? Like yeah, think about that. If it was a real thing, is it a real thing though? I think people do really do. There are people that really do have. Well, haven't memory you seen Memento? Like <laughs> yeah, duh. Thank you, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Thank I'm gonna move on. My number eight is what I think is gonna piss everybody off and Jerry off. We're Just waiting. Prepared. Uh, Billy Madison is my number eight. That's like way down the list, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to talk much about it because I'm sure you guys are going to have high, it higher. It's just for me, there's a lot of better Adam Sandler movies. I like the movie. I love the movie. It's very quotable. But I don't know. To me, it's just, it's not one of my favorite of his. It doesn't, I don't feel like it has the story. It's more of a I outlandish mean, story. Comedy. So outlandish comedy. That's fine. We can talk about it now. We can talk about it later. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be higher on me and Jerry's list. But this this movie happened like right after Airheads, which was this kind of the start. And yeah, it was this, this big for, breakout. Yeah, was huge. I, I remember, I remember seeing it in the movie theater and just falling in love with it. I mean, because nothing, nobody had ever done anything like this. You know. I'm not saying extent. it isn't hilarious. It's legit hilarious. But that's it, all it, it is. It is. Yeah, I agree with you. There's not much there. I mean, I it, love Chris Farley's in it and you know, the whole yes. cast is great. Oh yeah. But anyway, that and it has it's so quotable. It's one of his most quotable movies. But yeah. for me, I, there's just too many better movies. So that's my number 8. All right. Mine is the longest yard. Oh yeah. The uh the old uh Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt yeah, Reynolds, Reynolds, Chris Burt Rock, Reynolds. Nelly. Uh, Steve Austin, I keep going if I can remember him, but uh, no, I, I just remember loving this movie. And I have almost no memory of it other than the fact that that, that was it, a time that they were making all those sports movies. Like, and isn't there one, there's one part in that movie where like this big giant lineman, I think he just passed away actually. The guy who played Tiny in Friday, yes. he has no. Isn't that that guy? No, it wasn't Tiny from Friday, but he he was in quite a few of uh, Adam Sandler's movies. He He's passed. that big guy. And big big black man. You yeah, know? and he has that line where he says, I love little Michael. <laughs> to talk about Michael Jackson. No. That's all I remember from that movie. I, you know, I, I remember loving it because I grew up with the young, the original. With uh, little Michael? <laughs> oh, Michael Irving was in it too. I heard yeah. about that. Uh, Is he famous? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I go about watching the original 
Oh, sorry. <clears throat> longest yard. In, it cr- uh, he gets emotional. Because he, he yeah. him up. Yeah. The longest yard is such an yeah. emotional movie. Yeah. A little something caught my throat. Uh, Bob Sapp. Is that who you're talking about? No. I have uh, no idea. American football player, best known for his career as a kickboxer and mixed martial art. No, this was just an actor. He just passed away recently. Uh-huh. I thought it was the same guy. Hold on here. He's anyway. in the Old Spice commercials. No. That's... That's... Uh, Oh, that's Terry Crews. Yeah, that's Terry Crews. He's in the movie. Yeah, he is in the movie, and he's definitely not dead. Oh. No, he's the, the star of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, the other guy that just died was not the oh. same guy. Anyway, oh. um, go sorry. on, go on. Let's move sorry, on. I've I've said enough. I just, Joey Diaz is in it though. I forgot about that. Joey Diaz, Coco Diaz. He is. Yeah, he's on uh, Rogan all the time. He's a stand-up oh. comedian. Oh, he is in it yeah. as Big Tony. Yeah. Isn't uh? There's another famous comedian in there, but he he does like. Joe Rogan doesn't like him. Uh, um, I don't know. I but Goldberg's case. in it. Yeah, Goldberg. That's weird. Anyway. Yep, uh, sorry. I didn't research a whole lot. I didn't have time. So My number eight, right? We're on eight. Is, uh, this is, I think, a widely underrated movie. And this is right when Adam Sandler started kind of going downhill with Netflix-type movies and things where people pandered him a little bit, like, didn't like what he was doing, but I did like this movie. I put it off for a long time to watch it, and it's called You Don't Mess With the Zohan. Oh, uh, I love that movie. Yeah. I like it a lot, and this is where... That's not Netflix. That's way no, old. Yeah. No, no, I know that. It's not a Netflix movie, but I'm saying like after this movie is where it started trending to that path. Yeah, it's a little where bit of it wasn't, argumental. It wasn't a Happy Madison production anymore. It went to, like, I'm selling out to Netflix. It came... It obviously came like seven years later than this. It was yeah. like 2015, 2016 that he did that. But um, it was trending to that path. Like the way his movies were going were different from that point on, I feel like. And I put it off for a long time because I thought this movie was looked silly. I've talked about how good that movie is before, yeah, and I, you've shit on me. And I did, and I did, and then I've rewatched it since then and really enjoy it. The first time I watched it, I was like, I don't know. Then I watched it again, then I watched it again, and I've ended up watching it multiple times now. And every time, I feel like it gets better. I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny that he plays like a special forces type dude from... Israel. Is is it Israel? Israel. And uh, he fakes his death. He becomes a hairstylist, like the way he's the hairstylist. I, everything about it. John Turturro. John Turturro in it is a Paul Mitchell. Gen. The... Fact that John Turturro has played a reoccurring—it's not a reoccurring character, but like been a reoccurring actor in some of these movies. I think he sells it for me in a lot of these movies because I love that dude. And that might be the first uh, time Nick Swartzen's in a movie with him. Uh, and yeah, wasn't so, Grandma's Boy out before this though? No, it was first after. of all, he wasn't in Grandma's Boy. Adam Sandler wasn't. No, no, I know he wasn't. But, but their I'm production saying, company, no, the, no, no, Grandma's Boy would have been after Zohan. And Graham, it okay. listen. I, I debated putting Grandma's Boy on this list because it's one of my favorite movies. I know, and yeah. I looked it up just He's to make sure it. that he didn't he, have any part in that. He, but didn't he play a part where? What's the part where he says he's like this African guy or like a like a pot smoker with dreads, and he says, "Oh, you can hide your weed right here." Mm. Isn't that in Grandma's Boy? I don't know. Yeah, it's where a, you going with this, buddy? No, it's a just one little character. And Maybe. I thought it was in Grandma's Boy, and it was Adam Sandler playing the character. And he says, oh, and you know what you can do right here? You can hide your weed right here. I don't remember that. But oh. Emmanuel Shikri is in it, too, from uh, 
Anyway, don't mess don't mess with the Zohan. Don't throw that away. It's pretty good. All right, my number seven is Fifty First Dates. Is it? I'm I so glad somebody else had this. On very the much enjoy that movie, and I will tell you what. Um, this is the embodiment of a lot of these what a lot of people would call subpar Adam Sandler movies, right? But they're yeah. just and and there is nobody else making movies like this in Hollywood that I that I can think of I, off of my head. And the type of movie I'm talking about are just happy, feel good yeah, movies. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what I love. Like, I'm a feel good guy. I'll talk about some shittier movies like. Um, you know, there's the one like Blended, the one where they go to Africa, and and I never, yeah. I never some of the saw other that. movies he's made that aren't very good movies, but they're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make you happy. All of them are. Yeah, Happy Madison, and there there needs to be some credit for that, right? I agree. It doesn't always have to be cutting edge. It doesn't always have to be edgy, no. or dark, or any of this. It could be something. It's like a popcorn flick, yeah. even though it doesn't have action. And that's just, what he's going for when he makes them. Yes, it's a point of light for him. I mean, he, that's what so he wants. It's a little higher up on my list, but not much. But uh, he's trying to continue the, the '90s yeah. family funny Correct. movie, right? Where you had and like, that particularly is actually a very good movie. You know, where it's, you had it's like, a very family oriented movie. I mean, where, and, where you can, but you had like the Tommy Boys and like that type of movie that mm-hmm. came out at you know in the mid '90s and stuff yeah. that were a. A family type movie that you can sit down and watch because we did at home. I no. I remember my brother worked at the Mazan Market and he'd bring home movies that he that he would watch at the market mm-hmm. before he'd deliver pizzas and whatnot. And then he'd be like, "You guys got to watch this." And he'd bring it home and we mm-hmm. watch the movie and it'd be hilarious. Those are the type of movies that I feel like Adam Sandler was still trying to make. You know, with still that is type trying of movie. to make. And he really Netflix. is. Yeah, he's still trying to make those now. Um, but 51st States, that's my number seven. Dude, your number seven is... Grown Ups, man. Grown Up. And that's another example of just a feel-good, well, happy family movie. Yes. Well, it took all, it took all of his friends from uh, Saturday Night Live that all got fired. Literally, all of them got fired and, mm-hmm. and put them all together, and they, and they made a movie about being adults in their childhood. And I just... Loved it. Uh, but he added... Uh, while you're in there, Chris. He added that uh, one guy. What's his name? Um, Mall Cop. Yeah. What's his name? Not Paul Blart. Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James. Gonna I was going to say, I kept thinking of Paul Blart. The, um, the Mall Cop. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin James is in it as well. Yeah. He, Chris he Rock. Really well. Chris, well. No, I know, but he said the well, SNL people, but I was saying oh, like... Yeah. But he also added Kevin James. Yeah. Because he wasn't an SNL guy. You know, that's another one for me, though. I mean, my only downside with that is you get this incredible cast together, and then you make a fun movie. Yeah. But you just kind of, your expectations are here, and then well, the it gets, kind of half delivers. It, it's good. It's very well, good. Well, it gets shit on because it's not Billy Madison, you know. I don't want it to be, frankly. Same I mean, here. I, I like those early Sandler movies. But he can't do that anymore. I don't want him no, to do no, that anymore. No. That's that. It looked good when he was twenty-two years old. Yeah, not anymore. I but I don't want to see a fifty-five-year-old guy <laughs> playing that character. He did in that one with Andy Samberg. Yes, and that's uh, not a bad movie either. Oh, uh, that's my boy. That's, that's my, my boy. boy. Yeah, you know, it's. I good. thought about putting it on this list. I really did. I thought about putting it as number ten because that movie is it's funny. hilarious. You know, and as Adam much Sandberg as I, is. As, as much as I love doing this list, we could do a top ten of the worst Adam Sandler movies too. Absolutely. Oh, he's absolutely. Made, he's made so many. He he has. And it's either really good, you like it, or you 
don't at all. There's no in between. We got to move this thing along. My number seven is The Waterboy. A lot of people would probably put this higher. And I think I would have thought prior to looking at all of his movies, I would have it higher. But then once I started looking at these movies and really thinking about them, I couldn't put it any higher than seven because it's just what you've said before, Chris, is like, it's a, like a slapstick, funny comedy movie, but there's there tries to be more there. Yeah, there, there is more uh, there. There's, there's a try, lot of heart in that movie. I I love this movie. It's on my. I feel like it tries to now. be, but it just doesn't play off as being like as heartfelt as some of the others. He's I trying mean, to recreate, yeah. in my opinion, he's trying to recreate, you know, Happy Matt. I love the, it. The original two, you know, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. He's trying to recreate it. But he's using a different one of his characters from SNL, and I love right. this movie. But I love it that they brought it into like that he brought that yeah. SNL character into a movie and made a whole movie about oh. it, and it's hilarious. It makes me laugh. I it's something that I quote regularly. Oh, yeah. Regularly, Dirk says because they don't use the name of the Gatorade. That's, and that <laughs> yeah. I'm so appreciative of that. Gatorade. No, um, I'll, I'll spare you, you the suspense. My number six is also The Water Boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one of those movies that initially, when I first saw it, I wasn't like crazy about it. But the more you watch it, the better it gets. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and it's one and you can go back to. Today, yeah. I go back and watch it, and it'll be better than the last time I watched right. it. You've got the sideline coach that's like the. That just says random. You can't understand uh, him, you know. Yeah, um, and I love uh, and the whole Medulla oblongata the, thing. The Fonz. Yeah, the yeah. Fonz is. We've met him. Come on, we met him. Jerry high fived him. He told him not to jump the shark. I did. He got a dirty look for it. <laughs> yeah, I, he kind of looked good. at me like, really? That was your one line you had to say to me. Right I absolutely now? love that dude. No, seriously, uh, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. I think a lot of people will laugh at that movie um, as a choice, but. It's better than you remember. It is. It is. And it's, it's a lot weird better. to think about that, but it is. It's a boy man realizing he doesn't have to stay under the Vic- overarching wing of his mother. And Vicky Valentine? Vicky Valentine? Ooh. What a diva. <laughs> Wait, no, it's Vicky Valancourt. Billy, Vicky, Vicky Valancourt? Valancourt? What, a, what a bomb. But I show. do love Kathy Bates that they got her to do uh, that. It's I know. great. Kathy Bates, Bates, Henry, Henry Winkler. It's unbelievable. Who's the guy that plays the coach, though? That's like, I know. I can't. You like to see homos naked. He's a lot in a lot of Sandler movies. I can't remember. His what name. the hell is it? Because he's in 51st Dates as the dad. He's in like all of his movies. I think he's like a recurring yeah. cast person. Yeah. So, so number uh, six, dude. Oh, uh, the wedding singer. Oh, we're going to talk about that later. We so can. Well, we can talk about it now or later. It don't matter to me. No, we're no talk we'll talk about it later. About it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry it's so low on my list. Yeah, it's fine. It shouldn't I'm, be. I'm sorry for you as well. Well, yep. Um, <laughs> Dirk says, Vicky Valancourt, ooh la la. <laughs> ooh la la. Man, he's on the callback. You're he's on the good, callbacks dude. tonight. He's, he's got it, man. Very well. Um, all right. number. We're going to get into... Oh, no. You got your number six. Sorry. I'm on my number six, and it is Mr. Deeds. Ooh. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. I love that movie. That's another John Turturro yep. favorite, where he wants to change your socks. He kills Mr. that Dudes. movie, John Turturro. Yeah, Mr. Deeds. Um I love that movie. Uh, what's the What's the lady? I can't. Winona Ryder. Winona yes. Ryder's in it, and she makes up that whole like Dr Pepper scenario of her breaking her arm, and uh, 
I don't know. I love it. He comes into money and he ends up being really rich and whatever. Everybody's seen Mr. Deeds. Has I love black it. feet. He's got a frozen foot and it's great. And then, yeah. And then that's the most famous scene where he has John Turturro, his butler, just beating his foot yeah. with uh, a fire poker, you know, and then he ends up stabbing it. He starts screaming and then he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. It's a great movie. Uh, a, isn't that a remake? Deeds. Of Mr. Deeds goes to Mr. Deeds goes to Washington or something. I no. can't remember. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. That's what I'm is thinking a of. Completely non-related yeah. black and white movie. Oh, okay, I about, think he about should about the legislative process. <laughs> I think he should make correct. a follow-up to Mr. Deeds though, because he's all about like writing greeting cards. Right, that's all he did was write greeting cards, and he hung them up at his local bar, and they like really supported him. And that's when he found out that he made all this money from his dead uncle or whatever. And he still wrote these sappy greeting cards. I think they need to make a movie about that. I'm in. And I think it would be really good. Game. Uh, we'll get into the top five. Top five. The Here it time. goes. My number five. Mr. D. Damn you, wow. Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's another one that kind of gets better every time you watch it. It does. Um, when you watched it initially, it's like, okay, that's fun. Fine movie. And then you watch it more and more, and you're like, yeah, this is a pretty sweet movie, you know? It is. It's got a nice message. It makes you tear up here or there. You know, My favorite part is when they're in the helicopter and they sing uh, Space Odyssey by... Uh, oh, yeah. Why can't I think of him? Space. The guy who just died a couple years ago. Yep. Ground control, control to Major Tom. I'm stepping through the door. And I'm floating. Yeah, we can't remember who this artist is right now because all three of us way. are drawn to David Bowie. There David you go. Bowie. Anyway, no, I do. I, I like everything. Chesterton Fieldville, Iowa. Chesterton Fieldville, Iowa. It's a good movie. Where it's Dr. A, it's Pepper's just another, it's a classic, feel good Adam Sandler post. And he was on a Happy roll. Happy Gilmore, yeah. like in, when he matured a little bit with his movies. And just had those real nice string of just feel good, happy go lucky. He movies. had Happy Gilmore, and then he came into the like the little Nicky phase, oh, yeah. and then he got into like this type of movie. Yeah, and this is where I think he like really cemented himself. Yeah, yeah. he really did, and I love it. Uh, dude, you're number five. Fifty fifty first dates. Fifty first dates. Fifty first dates. <laughs> That's a different date than I was. <laughs> that on. is a different kind of date. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee you there wouldn't be 49 more after the first. <laughs> no, but 50 I, first dates, yes. Yeah, uh, we already talked about it. Love it. I remember uh, I watch it multiple times with my kids. It's just a really good movie. Yeah, it's uh, and Drew Barrymore. Come on. That's second, what I was just American second, Sweetheart. I was just going to say. Second installment of Drew Barrymore. I don't feel yeah. like, yeah. And, of, and there's been wedding more since. There's um, Blended. Oh, she was in Blended. Blended and there I think they three. work really well together. There's, Three, because I was thinking Jennifer Aniston was in the uh, Just Go With It. It is Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Blended, Wedding Singer, and Fifty First Dates, yep. and she might be in another one. I'm not sure. Both. Is Blended the one that they go to Africa? Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's the only one I was thinking of. So, so. yeah, it's just three. Um, my number five is Billy Madison. Um, it is a movie that I watched as a child. I shouldn't have probably at the age I was at, but. I've watched it more and more and more since then. I've always loved it. I thought it was hilarious at the end of the movie where, um, you know, the clown on the stilts uh, falls over. I'm still alive. Yeah, there's the song where he's like, he's saying like, 
and I got an aneurysm in my head after he slams down. <laughs> There's so many things that movie make me laugh so much. Yeah, um, Kevin yeah. Nealon's in it. Oh yeah, I Kevin think Nealon's Kevin Nealon is phenomenal in that movie. He's, he's so amazing it, in everything. Norm Macdonald's in it too, right? Yeah, oh, with yeah. Kevin yeah. Nealon. Yep, they're the bums that are always sitting on the chairs. They're like his friends. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Um, and Chris Farley being in it as well, like that's correct. Talking about the like test questions and taking his shirt off and the bus driver scenes. Yeah. Um, it's one of the funniest movies ever. Th- made. It's so I mean, no about it. It's so oh, quotable God. about like quit looking at me, Schwan. Yeah. That and um if peeing your pants makes you cool, consider me Miles <laughs> Davis. <laughs> like that stuff. Get on the bus. All this, like, who could eat fifty, who fifty uh, bag lunches? Bag lunches. I think that's hilarious. So then he's sitting there next to the bus, just like stuffing his face. It's a great movie. There's no substance to this movie whatsoever, no, like story wise. It just is funny. Well, when it came out, it was you know, like the only thing that ever happened that uh, a comical wise. I mean, it was just it was a yeah first time it ever happened. Nudie magazine day. I think that there was a okay, so the there penguins. was a kind of a tipping point in comedy movies, right? So prior to that, you got too a, damn hot for a penguin to be outside. <laughs> prior to that, you got a lot of um, so satire, cool. right? And you got a lot of like Mel Mel Brooks and Blazing right. Saddles yeah. and, and Monty Python and and um, Naked Gun and things that were a little an airplane. So you either got like the ridiculous mm-hmm. slapstick, um, or you got parody or satire like yeah. Mel Brooks would give you that had a lot of more nuance to it. So but was, this came out, it was like the beginning of that change in the nineties mm-hmm. to a different style of comedy that would move on with Will Ferrell and Correct. Vince Vaughn and all these guys that to, it's just kind of a, and even into like the hangover and then it kind of ended Yeah, and we it's, don't get those movies anymore. And it's crazy because Tommy Boy is one of my favorite movies too, oh. and that came out in '95, and Billy Madison came out in '95. Yeah, and that so they were filmed right around the same time, '94, '95 time frame, and that is when you got those movies. Like that was the transition between. Well, but then you didn't get the earlier stuff, like the uh, the Mel Brooks style stuff. Well, they'd all just no, they didn't make that fired. anymore. That no. like it all changed, and then it went, and then it, we they took that Billy Madison. Um, Tommy Boy, that kind of stuff, and then they in the two thousands they made it rated R comedies. Right. Yeah, when they went into the Hangover and things like Wedding Crashers, and then they stopped making comedies because they're turns out comedy can be offensive. Well, well, and, uh, yes. and, and another point people need to realize when this came out, they'd all been fired. Uh, Adam Sandler, uh, Farley, Rock, David Spade, they all been fired from SNL. They were gone. Mm-hmm. So this, they just got a movie deal, and and this was the first one that took off on them. So I don't know. I just remember a little bit. Well, this is a little bit higher up on my list, but we can move it along here if you want. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. You're up. Am I up for number four or five? I just, I literally just told you my number five was Billy Madison. Oh, I forgot. I so it's his. your number four. That's your number four. Oh, four. My number four is Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think yeah. I've, a lot of us are going to have the same top five. So yeah. Happy Gilmore, um, you know, I just, as far as when you're comparing that and Billy Madison, it's just blows it out of the water for me. Yeah. Yes. Happy Gilmore is like one of the quintessential movies of my youth. Yep. Um, I could still watch it easily today because 
it does a better job. It's more mature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's still a ridiculous, stupid Billy Madison-style comedy, but it actually does give you some story, and it gives you like a right. There's a, a love story, and a love element story, there. and things there, and it's more and substance. And he's doing something for his grandma. I mean, right? who the doesn't whole love ideas for his grandma? Who doesn't love a hockey player having to play golf yeah. to save yeah. his grandma's house? He's got a love story with a like a love interest, yeah. but also with his grandma. And then like with Julie Bowen, right? Yeah, Julie Bowen. Yeah, um, I like Julie Bowen. <laughs> There's so she many. She was in Ed, and Ed's one of my favorite shows of all time. Ed's a very good movie or show. TV show. Yeah. Yes. So where are we at? Number four. You're number four. Waterboy. The Waterboy. Wow. Yeah. We've already talked about Can't it. Can't fault you for it. No. So it's a great movie. My number four is Big Daddy. Ooh. Ooh. I love Big Daddy so much. Yeah. That's why it had to be in my top five. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Me and well, Mr. David Seedentop have talked about this movie our entire lives. So we'll talk about it more in a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Punch Drunk Love. Ooh. You threw in a serious movie yeah. on the number three. Just I like gotta go about, there. I'm about ready to throw one on you. I've always loved that movie. Um, it, it's it's kind of an odd, off kilter, offbeat indie movie. Um, mm-hmm. But his uh, his acting in it's great. Paul Tam- Thomas Anderson's script amazing. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Luis Guzman is in it. He's great. Um, I just really. I love that movie. I don't know. And I think, again, it came out when I was in college, and it was a really like film snobby time in my life. Yeah. Well, this is where yeah. he started making his change from the you know, Billy Madison, you know, Arunchi comedies. This, this was his first serious acting Serious, role. yeah. And I think that's... What year did that come out? 2002. Yeah. It was that early. Yeah. Wow. And I, I think, was going to say that late, but I think that's one of those things where you go into something with <laughs> low expectations. <laughs> yeah, uh, because you're like Adam Sandler in a serious role. Ridiculous. Oh yeah, at right? the time it was like, and then he blows it, it out of the water. Right, it was ridiculous at the time, and everybody kind of blew it off as that. Well, there was talk of him getting seen it and uh, Oscar nom for it. Because, yeah, well, the, and they totally snobbed him because. That's Adam Sandler. Yeah. I mean, and they were making that type of movie at that time. So they were making movies like American Beauty. You yes. Know, those kind of weird, offbeat indie movies. Mm-hmm. Juno, things like Ooh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like Juno. And so, anyway, I, I always really like that movie. It's my number three. Uh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy's number your number three. three. We can talk about it later. It's fine. I mean, I don't care, but we're going to talk about it later. Okay. So. That's fine. No. Um, my number three is one that I knew none of you guys would have on your list, but it is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, and I would, I seriously want to put it higher on my list for Adam Sandler because I think it is one of my favorites, but I can't put it above the next two. Uh, but it's a movie, very serious movie called Rain Over Me. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't recall that movie being that good. Yeah, same here. I loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It's with Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler. Dan, Adam Sandler's family gets killed in the 2000, oh, like September yeah. 11th, uh, like Twin Tower attacks. And he is basically like destroyed. You know, his life is destroyed, obviously. And his best friend from college, which is Don, played by Don Cheadle, comes and finds him. And then their relationship basically saves his life. And Adam Sandler's 
acting in this movie blew me. I do remember absolutely yeah. away. And Don Cheadle too. I Absol- remember yes. the acting being incredible yeah. all around. I just Don I, Cheadle is like a supporting character. He has more to do, right? Don Cheadle has more to do because he's like physically working to get this guy to do something. And in the beginning of the film, Adam Sandler doesn't do much because he is so depressed and just can't function. It builds and builds and builds this relationship up between these two people and Don Cheadle's family with him, and because Don Cheadle's wife and which is uh, Jada Pinkett Smith doesn't know him. Like they meet for the first time after his family's already been killed. So his wife is meeting a different person than he knew from college, right? So he tries to build him up as this guy. Then she meets him and he's not that guy. And throughout it, I just remember there's a, there's a song by the who called rain over me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or it's love rain over me. And there's a scene with Adam Sandler out in the middle of the street when it's raining and him and Don Cheadle are out there and he has like this big monologue about his family, about what's going on. And this song's playing in the background and you, that's all I need. I need one thing like that to really set something apart. And it, after that, I was like, man, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. And it's so good. I liked it. Um, Yeah. I didn't, maybe I need to rewatch it. I think you should. I think everybody should. I mean, it's got. It's powerful. I remember it being powerful. It is. It's not a feel good movie, really. I mean, you. Because it came out right on the heels of 9 11. I remember. It's 2007. It came out 2007. Really? Was that late? Man. Yeah. And. It's not anything you would ever think Adam Sandler would do or could act in. I don't know. It's very, very different. And I just, it struck me. It's very good. It's my number three. Okay. Uh, my number two is The Wedding Singer. Okay. So we'll just wait to talk about that because it's going to be correct talked about later. Happy Gilmore. That's your number two? Number two. We'll wait and talk about that a little bit in a minute. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) And my number two is The Wedding Singer. Okay. Because it is a phenomenal movie. Um, We could just talk about it now, right? Yes, that's that's it. it. Um, So The Wedding Singer, unbelievable movie. There are so many callbacks in this movie that... uh, Another one that's better every time you watch it. Don't understand how you can get any better than this movie, except for one, um, to me. (laughs) But... There's one scene with uh, John Lovitz where he's singing It's Ladies' Night that yes. I can never forget. And oh, I think he puts night. socks in his pants, right? Like oh, he yeah. shoves socks down his pants to sing this song. Hilarious. But when oh, they get man. on the plane and he goes and sings the song on the plane. make you smile. Come on. Yeah. You can't beat that. I uh, Yeah. It's, it's, and, it's such a sweet... And then the callback in the Goldbergs. That's an amazing uh, oh. episode of the Goldbergs. Uh, but Drew Barrymore, I mean, this is the one best instance of having a perfect person to play mm-hmm. against. Yep. And then having... Um, Everything came, came together perfectly in this movie. The guy that was... And the theming of the 80s and everything uh, being the 80s was incredible. Yeah, it's it's perfect. It's a great movie. Yeah. Well, I so the thing that... that the, uh, Somebody throwbacks to all the eighties with the Van Halen T-shirt. You know, don't I take off my Van Halen T-shirt where they break up or you know something? That was what made it for me because it's a childhood. You know, yeah, it's it was eighties period accurate. Pretty pretty please. Hilarious. I'm on my knees. Kill me. 
I want to die. <laughs> wow. It's no, awesome. It, it's, uh, yeah, we can't say too much. I mean, if you it, have a movie where Adam Sandler If you Sandler haven't seen sings, The Wedding Singer, you need to, what oh are you my God. doing? You need to think about your life. Yeah. Okay, look back at your life. Have you lived? Yeah. <laughs> are it, you a human being in the United States right now? It has to be one of the most nostalgic. I feel like you too. grew up in Soviet Russia. If you didn't in Russia, <laughs> wedding sings you. <laughs> in Russia, you sing wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, cough. Um, all right, we'll get into my number one is Big Daddy. I knew it was coming. Oh man, oh, I man. love this movie. I love it. So I didn't really appreciate it. I went back and watched it later after I became a father, and you go, wow. Yeah, I know. I debated yeah. putting this. I should have put it up higher. I think. I just really like that Rain Over Me movie. I really like The Wedding Singer. And my number one, I feel like, has to be my number one. I don't... For me, yeah, there was no question in my mind, Big Daddy. I've always loved that movie. It um, is so it good. It hit me right at the right David time Seaton in my life. going to have the same answer as you. All the feels in the world. The acting's brilliant. Uh, you love seeing Jon Stewart acting, by yes. the way. I mean... Wow. Uh, um, I'm Scuba Sam, yeah. Scuba Steve's father. I like uh, Leslie Mann. What's his five-year plan? Don't die. <laughs> um, I'm a huge fan of. Oh, what's the main? Well, I can wipe my female. own ass. What's the main female? Oh shit! Give me my. Oh my gosh. Joey Lauren Adams, right? Yes, Joey yeah. Lauren Adams. Yep. Um, yes, huge fan of hers. Obviously, from Chasing Amy. What? Of course, pretty much my yep. favorite movie of all time. Um. I, I just, think that's the last movie she ever did. I don't. <laughs> Big maybe. Daddy. That might be. She's I'm not the, joking. You. She I really could be. do I mean, believe. The Phantom? It's like that's the, about it. I'm sure she Was did she some. Was she in The Phantom? Yeah. That's supposed to be a Snarf Talk homework <laughs> movie, but Jerry won't do it. He won't do his homework, folks. Just, You've yeah. never seen. Wait a minute. We literally. No, it's I was to be, here on that episode. Uh, years. This was like a year ago. I was supposed to watch this well, movie. Well, first of all, she was in Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's a thing. You're no, right. she's been in tons of stuff. Anything anybody's heard yeah, of? Yeah, Mr. Pickles TV series from 2014. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Mr. Never heard of that. She, she was in Grey's I've heard of it. Yeah. Never watched it. She's in a tons of shit. Anyway, uh, Big Daddy for me, that's my number one. Go ahead, dude. Your number one is Great Billy Madison. We've already talked about it. I mean, want to touch the honey. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. Want to touch the hiney. <laughs> it is a phenomenal. Is, yep. That is like the epitome of Adam Sandler movies, though. Uh, well, that's you know what, what I mean? Set like, the bar. I mean, like we've already talked about it. Nothing had ever been done like that before. Coming right. from Saturday Night Live and coming into movies, that movie was like what everyone expected of Adam Sandler mm-hmm. to, a, like, to a point that increased what they wanted from Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you knew what you were getting from Saturday Night Live. Then he comes out with a Billy Madison movie that was like, oh, like this has to be good. And then people saw it and they were like, what is he doing? It blew it out of the water uh, in the beginning. And I think it was really good. But yeah, it's, my number one. Ooh. It's Happy Gilmore. It's Happy Gilmore. Yeah. That's the, that's. Because it's the perfect the mix. The quintessential. Of Billy Madison. Uh, ridiculousness, but actual the the story and the sappy drama that we come to love yeah. later on. A hundred percent. And he 
beats the piss and also gets the piss beaten out of him so, by Bob Barker. I mean, oh, have you ever about- seen that in a movie in your life? Nope. nope. Don't forget no, you to spay your pets. So, Besides, yeah. so I got a story about Happy Gilmore and work. So a friend of ours, uh, Chubbs Corrigan, got hired on the plant, and I was calling him Chubbs because he's always been Chubbs. And uh, I had a boss of mine say, we, you can't call him Chubbs. And I was yes, like, I can. Well, I'm like, why, why not? You know, because he's Chubbs. And he thought I was referencing the, the movie. Happy Gilmore. Oh, and like calling him, Chubbs was a black guy. Yeah. So he thought it was like a derogatory, like. Yeah. Racial comment, I guess. Well, at the time. That's what I mean, like a racial comment, maybe? Yes, it was. He thought it was was a racial comment, and I was calling this guy, you know, a very negative thing. No, he's just chubby. (laughs) That's how he called him Chubbs. He's like, you can't call him that. I go, he has it tattooed in six inch letters on his back. So yeah. you know, I was there. I watched him do it. Tattoo on the back. So, so that, and that's my little story. But I'm telling you, like Chubbs is a great part of that. Yeah. Look, there's at, a famous, I got him, Chubbs. There's a profession, professional golfer, Lee Trevino, that is in the movie. That is always the guy that stands outside the window that just shakes his head. <laughs> Dirk says the price is wrong. Bitch. <laughs> the price is wrong, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Everything about this movie makes me smile. I can watch it at any point in time. Like See, it think, could be halfway through the movie, and I'll be like, "That's fine." Let's I think watch that's it. why I have it at number four, as opposed to the. Okay, maybe Punch Drunk Love got a little high for me, but Big Daddy and Win- <laughs> Big Daddy and Wedding Singer, I can literally watch anytime. Yeah, yes. Happy Gilmore, I can't just watch over. Oh and over man, I can watch Happy Gilmore any day. Like I do, you can't watch nah, Happy need, Gilmore over and over again. I need Who a little bit you? of time. Who so are like, you? I don't know. What the hell's wrong he with you? My <laughs> <laughs> I mean, an alligator bites Chubb's hands off, and then he gives him the alligator head, and then he falls out a window and, and dies. dies. Yeah. Come on. If there's not classic I mean, movie, I love it. Written that's, right that's there. My number four. Ting. Ting. Well, it's my number ting. one. There you go. That's it, folks. That's our top ten. That is our top ten. We got eleven minutes left. If we want to do some what we're watching. Ten. I have ten minutes left. Ten minutes left if we want to do some what we're watching. I have some. I don't have very much, so it could go quick. I have um, three things, but four things. But we're gonna have to be. We're gonna have to pick and choose here. So okay, I can pick one. Um, I've been watching The Expanse oh. at the uh, behest of Dude over here. He told yeah. me to watch it. Yeah. So I've been started watching The Expanse. I um, I'm in. Love. It's on Amazon. Yes. I'm a sci-fi fanatic. Like, I love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I love space. Anything to do with space. The dude kind of talked about it that one week, but it's basically like the solar system has been um, colonized, colonized, and there's Earth, and there's Mars, and they're the major superpowers. So speaking of that, they dropped another uh, rover on Mars today. Yeah. Just that, to let you know. I mean, okay. Should have been That's a, a huge theory. space. Should have been in news. That's a huge relative space. Yeah, we're not thing. in news we, right we, now. We, we have That's a set thing. thing that you guys make me stick to, and we can't Why talk. can't that be a thing I say? <laughs> we have two rovers on Mars right God. now. That's a big deal. Um, okay, point being, and then there's the Belters, who um, uh, are the, they live on the asteroid belt. Yeah. I just think it's amazing that they have, like, thought so in depth mm-hmm. about the plot of this movie that they think about things like, well, 
the belters who lived in this asteroid belt have grown up with less gravity, so they're going to be taller, and their bone density is going to be minuscule, yeah. and their muscle mass is going to be less. Because so they've never had gravity. So yeah. it would be yeah. torture to bring them down to Earth and subject them to the gravity. I don't. They think about every little detail. Like oh, that. man, you're just starting out, aren't you? I'm, I'm in the second season. Oh, oh you um, are? I'm still on the first. I will say the first season is a trudge a little yeah. bit. Um, it's not that it's not enjoyable. It's that they give you so little story. They're they're oh, trying to really, so slow. They're trying to really really get that backstory kickstarted yeah. there. And it, then, it is a lot of backstory, and it also is a mystery. Right, the first season mm-hmm. is a mystery. I've only seen the first four or five, and they oh, spend so much the whole episode on that mystery, and it's difficult at times. Once you get into the second season, I feel like that's when the show really starts to pick up and revel in what it yeah. is. Once because, the Rasanante gets going, and you and, you're oh, under, and you understand it. the characters mm-hmm. and the world that's going on. Thomas Jane in this show oh. is incredible. Is he really? He is yeah. so good. It's he's the best. I mean he, I know he's the biggest name on the show for right. sure. But he is incredible on this show. Like his Have you seen dude have you seen you're all be of it? so disappointed. No oh, no don't, well don't, don't say that don't, say don't. That. Um, have you seen every season of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It gets, so, how many seasons are there? Five. There's five, five seasons. Five. So, so I'm, I was kind of is it halfway over? through season two. Yeah, it's never. So, it's done. So uh, four gets a little, eh. Five gets a little in the beginning. Uh, while you're in there, gets a little slow at the beginning, but towards the end. Yes, and the cliffhanger on the season five for season six is amazing. The end of season five, it will, it, 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 it's worth the f- everything that you've watched. Wait, so there's there's a season six coming. Yeah. Oh and yeah. That's the last season. I or don't, we know. don't know. We we don't know. So Amazon bought the show. Yes, Amazon bought the show from oh. Sci-Fi. Well, that's good news for you. Um, the production value is also incredible. Oh. Um, yeah, it's not cheesy at all. I mean, it is definitely not cheesy. It's it's intense. It, this show is rated freaking R. It's, Don't it's, play it in front oh, of your children. Oh, no. oh really? Yeah. Between the cussing, sexual scenes. Nah, not so much that, but it's just it's violence. Yeah. It's very and, violent. And violent sexual scenes. So it, there is some nudity. There's minor, there's but. some, but so the thing I love about it is it's how it's all set. It could happen as soon as I mean in the not too not so distant future. Nolan, mean, Nolan says season two is really great. Season two so far has been really good. Dirk there, also said he's got old balls. I think he's talking about Big Daddy. Oh, <laughs> yes. not the Expanse. Um, no, okay. I, I thirty second time, uh, thirty second delay. There, there yeah. is some things that are obnoxious. Like, I'm not saying that they're not realistic, but there is a lot of politics in it, right? Which is what, what's uh, driven. Some of that is kind of grating because you're like, Jesus Christ, people. Yeah. Like, figure it out in your and they're doing stupid things behind each other's backs. Yeah. To like one up each other, which is what would actually happen. Yeah, but aggravating. But it's to watch. aggravating to watch because you're like, oh, come on, you know what I mean? Right. But I do. I, I enjoy it. Uh, Thomas Jane alone. I mean, for his performance, very haunting performance. It's very good. He's anyway, awesome. Um, so it it is a great. It's a good show so far. Season one was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, get through it. Was it. Very tough. Season okay. two is great. But it is like not a fun watch. No. You know, it's not like a I can't wait to get home to watch the expanse and be depressed. Oh really? You know, like yeah. every episode is depressing. No, not that? every episode, yeah. but it is it's 
intense, man. It yeah. is not for, and this is not entry level sci fi. No, it's not. This you, is not entry level. You have to really enjoy sci fi and have to really think outside if the box. If you don't too. like sci fi, you are not going to like this no, show. No, you're not. Period. Okay. I, mean, I love sci fi. And I've, like I said, I've seen four or five episodes. I can't remember how, I think it's at least four. Uh, of the first, yeah, you got to get through two seasons. No one says who is dude's favorite character and why is it Amos? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, I'm not a fan that, of Amos he, right now. So, so you're, if you keep watching the expanse, you'll get to see the the backstory behind him, which is amazing. But I just like him because he's just cold. He's, he's a just, cold, hard son of a bitch. So oh, it and it sounds my like, like, oh like, man, it pays off. It pays off by season five. You get the whole backstory of why he's so cold, and you and you understand. I mean, I well, guess I just so again. I hate that's giving one away those, spoilers, but don't give away a spoiler, no, 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 because no, no, I'm no, literally no, no, actively no, no. watching this, no, and no, I'm going no, to. I'm too. not. I'm not. But uh, so the whole point you gotta get to season one. So I'm gonna give one spoiler: the Rossinante. When you get to the Rossinante, you start to see a crew become a family yeah well i'm there i'm in i'm midway through season yeah so two. so you're you're becoming you're starting to see the family that's when the show really i th- i feel like season one was trudging through a lot of backstory yeah to get to the point where you can start enjoying season two for it oh i mean I dirk, dirk said jerry will like not amos. because of the beard it has nothing to do with the beard it's just i love amos dirk already knows i'm a cold some bit <laughs> in We've never um, met. You get one. Uh, WandaVision. Oh, that's a long one. Yeah, we can skip it. No, it's, we can talk about it. I mean, that's your one you're picking. Listen, uh, I can't, I don't think we can get too spoiler heavy because it's going on mid season. A lot of people. Have I mean, Grace it. is watching it now. Uh, that's uh, great. So, so, so my 11 year old daughter went back and watched every single Marvel movie there is. Just uh, so I got her hooked on one or two, and she wanted to watch them. So tonight she's watching WandaVision sitting at the table, and. Uh, I'm like, where are you at? She goes, first episode. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Oh. She goes, is the whole series in black and white? I'm like, no. no. Uh, well, I didn't say no. I'm like, you need to watch. Well, it's the whole series in, in, in black and white. I'm like, you need to watch. And the third time, she goes, well, I guess it's not in black and white if I have to ask a third time. I'm like, you <laughs> little shithead. Yeah. Oh, uh, she, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, where it's going I got no idea, man. I just love every single bit of it. I love the the, the original watch of it where you just got to sit back and enjoy it for what it is. I mean... It is impressive on what they are doing with this show mm -hmm. in a way that they are holding back story in order to, like, reveal the overarching story of what, like, Marvel Phase 4 is going to be, right? So... There is so much that they're holding back, and I think it's obviously on purpose, but it's aggravating at oh, times. Oh, God, it's super creepy. aggravating to where you want this story to be let out, but they're doing it in a way, and I think that will paint a picture of where everything's going. And so many people, I think, oh, are going to come in at the end. And well, I just read a thing that said that they're capping Wanda at nine episodes. So that's what I was just going to get into. So this is my only issue. The first three episodes I felt like were a complete waste. They were paced all wrong. Completely agree. Um, I am in love with this show. I'll, I, I'll put it out there. Yep, I mean, same yep. here. I absolutely love it. Episode four on. Yes. Um, they could have done it better. Well, 
uh, yeah, but they paste but, it all wrong. No, right? no, I, I disagree. That's what makes it good is right. that by episode four or by the end of three, you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. One and two, you're like, all right. I didn't feel like that. Oh, I, I didn't did. either. I was really aggravated. I was oh, aggravated. Man, no, and I thought it was unnecessary and it's going to lose a lot of viewers very quickly. The first two aggravated me. The third one gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah. But you, it was still an aggravation as like, there's no, there's no explanation of story yet. You know, it, that's kind of the, to my opinion, that's the point. That's what gets guys like us. It the, is. That's the, their point, And I get why they're doing it. I'm just saying I don't appreciate it. Because you want a comic book movie. You want no. a comic book show. But you take, want. Take it as a person that has never seen any of this stuff before. And then they come into that. They would know nothing. Well, it gives them nothing. And they drop out immediately. And that's not but, it. That's not it, either of those things. It's like. I can appreciate things. Mm-hmm. Like I can appreciate things for what they're trying to do. I'm saying what they tried to do was not successful, in my opinion. I disagree. So they're setting up their TV model off the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is its own thing, but there's a lot of Easter eggs that go back to Star Wars, correct? Yeah. So WandaVision is not its own thing, but yet if you start watching it, what's a black and white comic that kind of looks like the Brady Bunch? But for most for most people, we have watched the Marvel Universe. Who are going to watch the show? He, and if you yeah, haven't, you're going to go back. You're going to watch the Marvel Universe. But here's where it fails between Mandalorian and Wandavision is that you take a main character out of all of the Avengers and Endgame and whatever you've seen the the past, future, present mm-hmm. of this character, and you bring her into this one TV show. And you want so much out of this character. Oh, yeah. And you already know a lot about this character, mm-hmm. and they give you absolutely nothing about what's going on besides you know who this person is and you know who this person is. For three episodes, it. almost four, really. But The Mandalorian, you don't know who that guy is. You don't know yeah. his backstory, and they have something to build off of, and every episode gives you a little bit more about who he is and what he's going to do. And it's like a side story to what Star Wars is. But, this one so, is a side story so, so of you're, Avengers. You're thinking of, of so you're thinking of like a fan. I'm thinking of what Disney's doing as a company. The Mandalorian was put out there to suck people into their app, or okay, or the, what do you want to call it? Yeah, but you have to look at it as a viewer. And, well, well, and, and so Wandavision's out there. Oh, there's this new Marvel. Everybody knows Marvel. So we put Wandavision out out there, and guess what? Change the script. Change the script. We got what's going on here. We got to go back and watch all these Marvel things so that people keep the app. They're constantly looking for new content. But to on keep their app. the app, you have to give them something, which and is you what they're nothing. Which is what they're the first. Which three is what they're doing. So how? So let's skip ahead. Are you looking forward to Loki now? I don't know. Am I? Well, I mean, oh, of course I am, but not, I mean, well, I am regardless, we are, but, but Falcon but, and the Winter Soldier, uh, according to research, is the most anticipated show that has uh, ever existed. I, I, so, and because of their, their, I Super just read Bowl an problem. article about it from that Super Bowl. Yeah. Problem. This is what they're doing. They are creating a backstory of what, whatever, where what WandaVision goes is going to directly relate to Loki. And what's going to directly relate to Loki is going to directly relate to Winter Soldier. They're, they're starting the second universe. Or the fourth phase. Yeah, phase four. They're starting over again is what they're doing because after Avengers, if you haven't seen it. I I get it. And and here's the deal. I can forgive them because the first two episodes were half an hour long and they were released at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I think personally they should have dropped like the first four. My only issue becomes when you find out that they're all half an hour episodes and there's only nine of them and yeah. we're already on episode six. Yeah, but for a Phil Snob with you, they're creating backstory. So you I get it, but give me twelve episodes then or fifteen. I completely or give me one hour episodes and give me twelve or ten. Give me ten one hour episodes and make the first two episodes one episode. Fine. And and with a little more in there, a mm-hmm. little more mystery or intrigue. I'm just saying. Anyway, my point is, at this point, I'm really into this show. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm ex- super excited about it. I yeah. think it already lost a lot of people, unfortunately. Um, I had a friend today who's like, do I really need to watch this Pink Popsicle show? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know what to tell you. I don't, I don't know, what, know to what to tell you. I don't know. You don't, I guess. I, well, I, at this point, it's like... Nobody knows until it's over with. Until it's over, we can go back and say, like, yes, absolutely, you need to see it, or no, absolutely, you don't. But as a fanboy, what, what yes, I, I mean, you're going to love yeah, it. What I will say is... as a is casual like, fan, uh, yeah, I don't know. No. What Disney is doing, regardless of good or bad, it is drawing conversation, just like yeah. we're having. That's, that's, what, that's they what, want. what they want. People are having conversations about this show, good or bad, and it is drawing people to it. Yep. Regardless. And that's what they need. That's what they want. That's exactly how they are setting up this phase. And if you know it as setting up phase four, then people should come and watch it, right? Yep. As long as you know that to begin with. Right now, if you watch the show, it doesn't feel that way because you don't know what anything that they're, that they're doing. Like, you've seen glimpses of the outside. You've yeah, seen yeah, glimpses... Yeah. Of whatever, which, which I love week all to week with a thirty or a twenty-four minute show that gives you nothing week to week almost. Like you get about four minutes of actual story. But to yeah. watch it a month from now when you can just binge the whole series through, yeah. it's that's a completely how they different sh- experience. Uh, they should have either dropped the entire series or dropped multiple episodes at a time. That I would agree with you on. That's what they should. If they did that, way, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. It, either way, if they dropped the first four show. episodes, yeah, boom. And then went back to back and week to week with 40 minute episodes and mm. gave you 10 total. That'd be perfect. I can tell you right now that every week on my Friday, which is my day off, I start it with WandaVision. Yeah. You know, start by with a cup of coffee and taking the kids to school. Well, yeah, obviously I get them to school and then I come <laughs> back and do absolutely nothing until I get WandaVision in. Sit naked in a beanbag eating Cheetos watching WandaVision. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, I will say Elizabeth Olsen is just oh, amazing. Amazing! Oh my god, she is. And she Paul Bettany too is oh. really good. Uh, Paul Bettany blew me away when. And Louis Wong, is it Louis Wong? What's his name? Uh oh, uh, it's Jimmy Jimmy Wu. Jimmy Wu, you were way off. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Good can try. We, can we strike that? Yeah, because <laughs> that's not gonna come off good when we're. Famous. I can. No, I can. Um, Get that out. Listen, he's great. I love that guy. And I just re- recently rewatched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. It's yeah. such a good movie. It is a very good movie. <laughs> and he's great in it, too. I've been trying to get the boys to watch those type uh, of movies, uh, and they won't. Jet wanted to watch. He came up the other day to me, just walked up to me. He's like, I want to watch Ant-Man. I'm like, let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. We're on. All right. Uh, do you got something, or do you want to give it up on time? Yeah. The last right. one I'm going to talk about, it's going to be very short. Nobody's ever seen it be- between you two, I don't think. It's called um, a, call- a show called Billions. He talks about it all the time. You Jerry. do every time he's on. He talks about billions. 
I I don't recall you ever talking about. You are the show. worst friend ever. Are you kidding me right now? I'm serious. He's the one that told you about the show. Really? Maybe yeah. that's why it struck me. Literally. <laughs> You've seen it. Paul Giamatti is. I watched phenomenal. all five seasons. Oh my god! God, you worried. remember that? Yes. Worst friend I'm ever. I literally thought. And speaking I, of bill- billions, episode one fifteen, our last week's show. It was literally your worst effort at naming a show. So are you? Oh yeah, I did. I <laughs> so are you watching or are you just jacking with me? No, I'm serious. I started watching it. So where you at? Um, I haven't finished the first season yet. I'm, oh man, it's so much better. And but well, I've heard it like got really good, and then the fourth season it like dropped off. That's the yeah. one with the Rock, right? <laughs> Where they're bringing the football team to Vegas? Nope. No, that's ballers. Yeah, that's, that's, ballers. Yeah, that's a joke. Oh, all right. I didn't Jokes. Um, no. Well, now that my show's been pandered, I won't talk about it anymore. It is what it Kinda is. Kind of like you guys like belittle me when they say, "Yeah, we talked about that last last episode. You didn't listen, did you?" Kind of like. Well, well, I mean, if you listen, listen just to the listen podcast. to the freaking podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to do. Put that on the list for next week's string, spring stretcher. What listening to the podcast? What you texted me earlier this week about people texting you? Yeah, about the yeah, show. yeah. Yes, yeah, we'll talk that. about that next week, guys. Uh, uh, Dirk said Jerry just scored more points in my book. Is that because of the billions? Of course it is. Oh, okay. Andy's Fuck. my spirit animal, or we're spirit animals apparently. <laughs> Something like that. I should be everybody's role model in life. Listen. Uh, Wait, so Dirk, you're his spirit animal, or he's your spirit animal? Jerry is my spirit animal, is what he said. Okay. No. God, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that sad? I think I'm pretty good. George Sanza's guy. <laughs> All right, guys. First snarf talk this week. I've been Chris. I'm dude. I am Jerry. See ya. Hey, oh, Asa, also. Oh, oh my God. God. You can't ruin the ending like uh, that. He just wrecked it. Bonus. I got to pee. Pa- Patreon.com slash Snarf Comics is where we're going to have our honorable mentions for oh. Adam Sandler movies. We are. So go over there, subscribe, you get bonus content, get a t-shirt, get all kinds of stuff. Stickers, t-shirt, extra content, you get bundle of Snarfs. If you subscribe to that level, yeah. we, tro- we throw those out. So... For Snarf Talk this week, (laughs) I've been Chris. I'm Dude. I am Jerry. See ya.